0: 11 O'Clock Comics, episode
1: 222.
0: That's got to mean something special. It's three of the same number, right? It only happens one every hundred times. But that's okay. You always come home at the end of the day. He does it.
2: (laughs) I I don't...
0: That's right. Just go sleep around, just come home. That's all we're asking. Just, just wake so, up with me. It. it's true. How am I sounding, by the way? A little low.
3: Not, like, not...
0: A little low. I can fix that. A little low to the left. How's, the, how's that? it oh. better? Yeah, a little bit. All right, good. We'll keep yeah. that... Uh, take that under advisement. I'll have my people look into that.
3: There you go. That's what we got to say every Monday at the meeting. Never say... Never tell tell him i'll look into that i'll get back to you it's yeah
0: that's out. how business people talk they never admit never let him see you sweat right and I,
3: and I have to sit next to the dude network support because network support <laughs> no, i can't say
0: it. you can't say <laughs> it. Can't. you know why you can't say it
3: there's a couple people at, at work that listen
0: so true but you can't say it because <laughs> it's not about comics <laughs> and that's why we're gathered here it to is. talk about hey. Comics and this is eleven o'clock comics episode two hundred and twenty-two. I am Vince B.
3: You are. I am yeah. David Price.
0: <gasps> oh, what? Wait.
3: And
2: I'm Jason Wood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not even a convincing facsimile. No, you are Chris. <laughs> You're Christopher neesman because Jason drinking, Wood's not here I'm, this week.
2: I'm drinking Dom and uh, orange juice. <laughs> Though.
0: Out of a shoe? Uh, no. Uh, in case you haven't noticed, Jason's not here this week, but we do have an extra person at the table and their discount comic book service, oh. DCB. Was so that slick? DCBService.com, where you can get deep discounts on such items like all fifty-five number zero issues of this new DC thing. For what's the price? One hundred seventy-four forty-five? No. Your price eighty seven dollars and twenty three cents. That's half off. Alan Moore, Fashion Beast, Avatar, Buck ninety nine. Grant Morrison, Derek Robertson, Happy from Image, $1.49, both of those are 50% off, and if you've never tried the Meta Barons, now is the time to do so because the Ultimate Collector's Edition is coming out from Humanoids, and you're going to get it at 45% off cover. That's unheard of for Humanoid stuff. You don't see discounts like that. Yeah. Fifty-nine ninety-five is the always, cover. Always put
2: that Humanoid stuff on your, on your buy list because yes. when it's gone, it's gone. It's like right. the sunrise. He's you right. You never get it back.
0: 5995 is the cover price. 32.97 is your price. It's like being in a club. It's like being in the Masons when you shop at DCBS. So spread the love. Discount. comic book service. DCBservice.com. Following code gets you another eight percent off your already Hugely discount order, David. EOC8. EOC8 is the that sounded very strange. <laughs> like EOC8. DCBservice.com, go do it. All right. Sorry, I'm a little, I'm a little rusty without the boy because usually he's burping and farting right about that now, and I'm true. trying to work around you know,
2: it. <laughs> you know, Vince, I, I kind of like the, I kind of like the blue gray. I'm gonna admit the blue gray,
0: the blue gray, the, the Parker stuff. Oh, okay, You're yeah. To somebody, well, well, I come mean, back to that. We'll come but back. see, whenever you do one color, isn't it all? Uh-huh. Isn't blue like almost always the default, like cyan? You know yeah, what I mean? You just expect yes, it. Uh, yeah.
2: But it's nice. It's nice. I, uh, but we'll get okay. back to that <laughs> after right. I ask you what you are drinking tonight, Mister Mister B.
0: Drinking uh, extra gold lager. Ooh, from who? Um. Questions you can call them Golden Colorado It's Coors. Oh, wow! Yes.
2: Oh. Eh, it's extra, not banquet beer, is
0: it? Extra gold slow brewed lager. If by banquet beer you <clears throat> mean it's cheap, no, it doesn't and-
2: say banquet. does it, it's not it's not Coors banquet beer. Right. No,
0: it's extra gold, uh hmm. slow brewed lager. I don't, uh, I don't mind I don't, don't
2: mind the beer. I don't mind the banquet beer. Never, no, right. I it mean, says
0: patience this. patience to take the three extra oh, no, brewing yeah, blah, 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 steps blah, 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 blah. needed to craft every bitch batch. Sorry. Oh <laughs> See what I did
1: Miller.
2: Ah. Old, yeah. you're drinking Miller is what you're drinking. Um it's,
0: yeah, it does taste like
2: it's Miller Coors. Um, right. same company. Uh David, how about you?
3: Uh, well, it is, it was, it was balls hot today. He hit a little over a hundred and, and, uh, it rained. Uh, the sky opened up for a little bit and it was still hot on the way home. I said, ain't doing no wine tonight. So went with my default summer drink cause it's cold. Having a whiskey sour with the, the, the bourbon I'm using is, uh, is, Six age six years, 103 proof, and this is for Vince. It's fighting cock,
2: really. Yeah, I, I, I had the fighting cock.
0: This happened on the Twitter today, too. Why did whenever I'm involved in something, why does the topic of conversation automatically swing to Gee, dicks? I like, I don't even I, No, I don't, I don't even mention dicks, and all of a sudden, bang, somebody's talking, no, so it's almost talking about dicks it's
3: because. I'm gonna say fighting cock, and you're not gonna <laughs> because, because Johnny Ryan <laughs> is your snake. So, so, it's. I wonder
0: it's if Pooh-hole drinks the fighting cock.
3: Oh,
2: hey, hey. <laughs> don't talk about Jobu that way. The
0: two um, things that go very well
3: together. But uh, I, I wasn't. I wasn't gonna waste any Maker's Forty Six on a whiskey sour. I'm out of Jim Beam, so this was. This was a. I guess I'll say inexpensive. It was. It was like an eighteen dollar bottle of. I can get a case of beer a, for a, that. Of bourbon. So, yeah. So, it's, it's... I haven't had it on the rocks yeah, no, or outside a, of, of you know, the...
2: Well, it's, a, it's 103 proof, so so that shouldn't mix very well. I mean, it's going to stand up. Anything like 100 proof and above is going to stand up to what you mix with it. That's why I I never like to make a, a Manhattan or an Old Fashioned with anything under a 100 proof bourbon. So, okay. So, you're doing it good. It is tasty. Yeah? It is tasty. Thank you. There you, you go uh i'm having an old favorite of mine it is uh from uh lagunitas it's the little something something Ale. um i think i had that a couple couple weeks ago it is just an unbelievable drinkable beer it is just it's it's such a good ale it's a good summer ale it's a good winter ale it's a good fall and spring ale. It is just an incredibly drinkable ale. I I am I'm falling in love with anything that I have from Luganitas. Good stuff.
0: I have a thank you. What you got Do you know? <laughs> yes I do. From my beautiful British friend Mr. Taylor Pithers. You know him, right? He sent me something.
3: what did he send you? Little thumbnail. He
0: sent me from uh Nobrow Press. Have you ever heard of the Nobrow Press? And they do really good books. He sent me No Brow number 7. It's an oversized, I think it's like 10 by 13 maybe, 10 by 12, 10 by 13. It's a flip book, actually. Uh, the 120-some-odd uh, pages, 60 of which are straight illustration, and when you flip it, the other 60 are comics. Oh, okay. And yeah, it's very, very cool. But Chris, and you will understand this more than most in printing terms, they employ a fifth ink, oh, nice. And and in this case, the fifth ink is like a silvery, um, metallic. You know what the fifth ink is to me? Tiger blood. Tiger blood. When you use the fifth ink in 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 printing, it's the tiger blood because you're winning. It it attracts attention. What? You're being all sure. not
3: topical. Sure.
0: I ain't. No. It's almost a cheat. You know because you ex uh you don't expect if, the, if it's the it's fifth silver. ink. Silver. It's it's ish it's a metallic. That
2: would be so, the Pantone 805.
0: So, there you go. But um it, it's I'm because a fan,
2: it's, I'm a fan of of, of fifth thinks. Remember a few years you're ago You're cheating when you when, use when, a fifth
0: think. And it's okay to do that. You're,
2: well, you're you're cheating through, you know, um technical superiority. Right. Remember when they, they were going to go to um um six color process a few years yeah, ago and yeah. it was going to it was what? Orange and green? They were going to add to the cyan yellow yeah, magenta flat yeah.
0: silliness really well i know silliness. it it
2: looked great it just it, it's financially not viable whenever you see you know 5 and 6 color, you know, i i did i did a 7 color job once in my life Jesus. and i did oh and that's why i did it i was just like fuck it i'm doing it um i two metallics uh <sighs> the the base four... Uh, two metallics and a fucking spot varnish. It was beautiful.
0: Tiger blood. Oh, spot varnish too. That's Shoot. like that's I like tro- double I tiger tro- blood. <laughs>
2: Dude, I was winning all the way home. And, and <laughs> should have
0: gave a copy to Charlie Sheen. The earth would have just like exploded. I read
2: that invoice so deep you wouldn't have. <laughs> it. It was- but
0: uh, this, there's a lot of beautiful illustration in this book. Get this, Anders Nilsson's in here. My boy, Mr. Michael DeForge, very, very creepy comic. And there are a bunch of people who I recently discovered with this. And the nice thing about it is between the two sections, the illustration and the comic section, there is a graphical depiction of the work by every artist and the website where you can learn and find more by these artists. It is outstanding. And it's only 20 bucks I think you can get Nobrow Seven on the on their site for twenty bucks, nineteen wow. ninety nine. It's it's disgustingly cheap. Yes, and uh, v- another uh, really cool thing that happened was Taylor included a mini comic in with the Nobrow. It's called Sing Unicorn Dance, and it's an anthology type thing. But uh, I guess it came with a little packet of glitter. Yeah. Stapled to the inside back cover of the comic because it is about unicorns, right? Or the unicorn is featured in the title. But the the glitter wormed its way outside of the little packet and covered everything. So it was a magical reading experience. My no brow has glitter all over. So it's a fifth ink and glitter. Yep it's glitterific yes so but let me cool see guy. i want to see yeah check out Nobrow. uh you can order them at www.nobrow.net and when you're there i want you i want you to look at this guy's artwork because he is amazing i'm i'm gonna butcher the hell out of his name uh sam vanallamirsch v-a-n-a-l-l-e-m-e-e-r-s-c-h vanallamirsch does that sound right Whatever. Check it out. This guy's wicked good. He's, a, he's just so good. M- Michael DeForge is in here. It's nuts. Beautiful anthology. Thank you, Taylor Pithers, and for the glitter, too, for making uh, me all magic I,
3: I, I have two thank yous. One is to John Wimmer, who we've seen at uh, oh, at Chicago. Oh, John. At, yeah, John is he, awesome. and one, uh, one of the nicest
2: people you could have. He ever
3: seriously meet. is. Really is
2: just just a just a sincerely nice and, and pleasant guy.
0: Yeah, Love why John. he talks to us is beyond yeah. me. Laid,
3: laid back, just chilling. It, it's great. He actually, he and his wife are expecting uh a child very oh, very no. soon. uh But I want to thank him for uh, throwing a couple of digital codes my way for some of the Marvel books he's been reading. Um, and best of luck to him. And his wife for the uh, on the births, which should be any any day now. Um, and I and I have to give a thank you to Mr. Chris Neesman. Why? Oh See, all right, there are there are very few things.
2: There's a there's a fucking conspiracy out there, is what there is, David. There really is, dude. <laughs>
3: there are there are very few things uh, in in this world, in in the comic world, where I would actually seriously. Be envious of another person for having something that I wouldn't be able to have. Like, well, you could have, you could have the fur you could have the issue where Hal Jordan meets Alan Scott from the sixties, and I'd be like, oh, that's cool. You could have it. it there are comics out there where I would probably like to have in my collection, and if you had it, I'd be like, hey, good for you. That's cool. But for something that I could actually have and may miss the boat on that would piss me off. So when when I basically told Renee the story of of the Born Again Artist edition and how I you know out of all the artist editions that have come out so far, really this is the only one that I would want to own. And I really didn't think anything of it. It was something that yeah, I'd want, but if if it was if I was going to miss it, it would it's really the only thing out there that, that would kind of hurt me to not have. And if someone else had it, I'd be like, I don't want to talk about it. It just, it would hurt too much. So I'm like, we can move on. So last week, last Friday, we went to, um, we went to the movies. We saw Amazing Spider-Man, and, which was great. And then we come home, and we find a few things that UPS and the post office had dropped it off Friday. It was not
2: Friday. me, so don't thank me.
3: No, this part is not where I'm thinking. <laughs> this
2: is this is not the. This thank is you. this is the horror. Like, oh my God, Chris bought this him that artist edition. This is no. this is
3: the horror story part of 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 the story. The uh, we we get home, she runs up up to the porch and and looks at the boxes and sees this one rather big box and. Um, And sees that it was basically just the box was ripped open. They tried to scotch tape it up. She ran inside with it, opened it up and showed it to me. And I I posted (laughs) pictures on the (laughs) form and she's like and she was just like I couldn't believe it. And and she just she wanted it. She wanted to give it to me. It was it was planned out. It was Worked out pretty well being on a Renee you know, bought we
2: you the Mazza Kelly Artist Edition. She
3: did, and and she wanted to surprise me. She wanted it to be a, a a nice cap to an awesome day with going to the movies yeah. and everything. And it was it was an awesome gesture. I love her for it. I, I I, but this was just she was. I had to calm her down. I was a lot more confident. <laughs> she was. She was livid. And uh, oh,
2: you, dude, you, you showed pictures on the forum and on Twitter. <laughs> and I have never seen a book this butchered i mean it was i was crying because it was. This, this book is destroyed it's everything that made that book awesome is gone <laughs> yeah it really is. So. i um it's so. like it's like it, it was like a swimsuit model who went through a meat grinder i mean it's <laughs> yes, just like it was wow
3: as <laughs> it reminds me of a family guy segment the um so we 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 took the pictures she contacted the um the retailer and it's the book depository who have great reviews great ratings people have raved about them for a long time but, but she, yeah, she exactly fault. it's not their fault she went through amazon figure and you know there there'd be some um some in quotes protection there it's, it's not like just some flat it's not like some ebay dude who's got like you know 12% rating so um they finally responded to the photos to the email this morning said that um it's it's incredibly unfortunate they sincere apologies they refund her money and she then says go and just get it from the place Chris got his so I emailed Chris asked him for um cause I couldn't remember I couldn't remember Pulp Fiction that, that was the part I was thinking House of Cedars I knew it was out west so I was thinking of other comic shops so Chris hooked me up with the info. I called, spoke to Max. Still admits to listening to the show, poor soul, and says that, um, <laughs> you know, he says, "Love the show. Thanks for everything." And and I thanked him. I ordered it online this afternoon, so hopefully this will have a happy ending and and the book will arrive and everything. But it's but but it's crazy is that it it came from the UK. They didn't even bother putting it in another type of box. They shipped it in yeah. the box that the artist oh, editions no. come in, and that's not a packaging box. That's oh, not a box it's, you no, can it's ship. Not. So and that's the thing,
2: it's, you know, um uh, uh, Max and the guys at Pulp Fiction or, or dot uh, com. I mean, they sent it in, I mean, this thing is, they label it as a bomb proof box. And, you know, it's obviously not bomb proof, but, I mean, it's double packed and with, with major packing around it, and it was still fucked up. And and he told me they had shipped out like forty of them, and mine, of course, was the only one that you know that was that was busted up. And I'm like, you know, of course, that's. But I think it's a happy accident because you got hooked up with them, and and hopefully we'll get both of our <laughs> both of our copies yeah. about the same time, and we'll be able to actually talk about the fucking thing.
3: I'm thinking, I mean, they they um. Book Depository said, you know, just light
2: no, that fucking thing on fire, you know. They, send, send it up to the comic gods, man. Know, actually,
3: in, any, um, if there are any salvageable pages, I might just, you know, frame them. Frame them. Yeah, exactly. So, there you go. There you go. but
0: uh, I wonder how much of the print run got destroyed by the by the the uh, postal uh, people. You
2: know, it's that, that that shit, that shit just, it just happens. It, it happens. You it, know? it does.
3: It's, but you can, I mean, you look at. You're not
0: talking. A, you're, you, there's not a hundred thousand of these things made, right? You know what I mean. Oh. So every one that takes a hit there's is. A,
3: what do
2: you think, David? Is there what it's probably fifteen hundred of them?
0: There is.
3: That's, yeah, that's there, not there, a lot. No, there isn't. There is. A, I don't know if there's a. Um, I don't know if they actually announced. It's a,
2: relative, it's a relatively small print run. I would. I would have been. Oh, but but speaking of them, um, I I I kick myself for not getting the Rocketeer artist edition, they're reprinting it, which I'm just thrilled about. And what's funny
3: is the day the day I receive this and mm-hmm. I'm like, it's the only one I've wanted. Like I've said, you know, it's the complete story. It's not like it's piecemeal. It's not like it's, you know, the Simonson Thor one where they you know, it's just it's everything. It's the whole story is everything I want. It's big. They they, yeah. they decide to come out and I D W at Comic Con announces the Gil Kane, amazing Spider-Man artist, I edition. Know, I, was I know, it was Like you fuckers, and it's like, and it's, it's one that I probably, it, it's not up there with the Masakelly one because it, it's Born Again, but, but it's you're like, huge like yeah, Cane, and, and, but it's because it's of Gil, and they're a huge Gil Kane fan. It's Gil Kane, and it's, it's the LSD issues, it's the, it's, it's the Gwen Stacy Doesn't, death yeah. issue. It's, I mean, there's, the, and it's, it's Gil Kane uncolored just gorgeous looking full size I, i'd love to see this it's not something i'd probably be able to own but it's after the experience i had with the first one that was shipped i think i might just you know cut my losses and and take <laughs> take the one from the and just be like this is it i'm, I'm good i don't want to risk anything else getting damaged
2: yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Well, it, it's all gonna, it's all gonna end up good. And I'm telling, it's the next. I, I, think, um, I, I've got to take next week off. So in two weeks, hopefully, we can sit down and talk about that beautiful artist edition.
0: Let's take it away to something else.
2: Um, I've got something for, um, and I know that there's a, a good group of us out there. Gobo and. Uh, uh, and, of course, Jason... And you know, you Bobo, behave. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's being, uh, and, and several other but others of us that not only love comics, but we love um, good beer and good wine and good food. And so David falls into that category. Yeah. Um, but- <laughs> Vince does not (laughs) well no i mean you're just you're wired differently i am you're not that doesn't
0: mean i can't appreciate it
2: right exactly and and i'm gonna make some i'm gonna make some comparisons here that i think will will pique your interest uh i love to cook i love to eat i love to drink uh people people know this about me it's it's one of the finer things in life and and the experience of sitting down and having an incredibly well-crafted meal, or sitting down and drinking an incredibly well-crafted beer or wine, is very similar to me as sitting down and reading a well-crafted comic. Um, it's and 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 craft is is the key word there. It's it's about it's about being really good maybe one of the best in the world at what you do okay and i think vince you you can see the parallels there right? i can
0: i can and you know what it's it's all to me regardless of the subject i'm learning this mm-hmm. through you guys because i wouldn't i did touch parker uh, the darwin cook parker stuff because it's so Beautiful, but if sure. if you know what I mean, I'm I'm learning to branch out a little bit. Now I read last week Eddie Campbell talking about money. Why not someone of equal craft behind the 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 keyboard talk about food? Why not? Right? Mm. It's all in the way it's presented.
2: It's and and there. I mean, we are we are fans of what's admitted. It, it's 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 a niche interest it's something that is that is not a widespread and and mainstream uh entertainment media um it's a niche interest and Mm -hmm. and food and it it is and and, and i think i think that that um fine dining and and fine food has been kind of like that as well i mean everyone eats obviously but um but you know the presentation of fine food is also niche. It's, it's a hobby. It's, it's something of interest to people. So what I'm getting at is a, a movie and a book. And it was in my In Your Travels last week. I'm going to start with the movie. And it is called Euro Dreams of Sushi. And it is a film by David Gelb. It's a documentary. And it is about... Uh, a man who is he's 85 year old man who is considered uh, possibly the the greatest sushi chef in the world. And as I'm watching this documentary, one name kind of keeps coming up to me, and and that's Jack Kirby. I'm watching this man do what he does and he has kind of defined and redefined and and raised the level of 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 sushi in Japan to this to this art form and he dreams of it he is constantly in search of perfecting his craft and he's looked at by every other person in his industry as being the king of what he does um but at the same time i mean and he knows it he knows that that he has uh, an unrelenting you know singular vision of what he wants to do and every day he gets up and his only goal is to be better than he was the day before which is amazing um but there's also this complete sense of um, humanity and uh, lack of of pretense to him because it's not about impressing other people it is about about the art about just being better and he knows what is better than yesterday it's it's it, it's pretty amazing to see what this guy does. And um, his restaurant is a 10-seat restaurant in wow. a basically a subway station in Tokyo. You said 10? Uh, huh? Yeah, he yeah, said, you ten. said 10. You said 10? Wow. So yeah. Reservations and, or first come, first serve? Uh, reservations months in advance. Wow, yeah. Uh, okay. It is um, It is. One of the more expensive restaurants in Japan to go to, uh, apparently, um, but his meals are described as being like a symphony in, <laughs> in how in how they're served. It's it's fantastic, but that's just the food side of it. But the rest of the movie is about family and legacy and just this amazing sense of humanity. He has two sons, and his youngest son um, left. The restaurant um years ago to create his to start his own restaurant but his eldest son because of of kind of the expectations in, in japanese culture is that he will remain there until his father passes away and then he'll take over the restaurant and so his son who's in his mid-50s is still kind of an apprentice for his to his father and it's it it's really an amazing movie about family and and craft and and doing doing what you do not to make a living not to um not to do why we go to work but to be the best at what you do i think it's what we we all kind of wish that we could aspire to it's an ama- it's an amazing movie
0: i respect it And I admire it, but it's so impermanent. I mean, the thing you're producing is so fleeting. It's food. Sure. Yes. The memory will, will live on in the person who consumed it. Right. Mm -hmm. But it it, again, it's, it's like Eddie Campbell and the intellectual property. You, you are making a living on the idea of someone consuming your thing that is delicious. You know, I
3: think, I I think you're, um, you're dismissing what your other senses take from
0: oh no i'm not dismissing no i'm not trying to dismiss but but you don't at the end of the day after you pay this man and you have the memory of what you have consumed that's what you have you've paid for that memory you know what i mean that's tough for an artist to 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 have a legacy of memories like they can't walk into a gallery and look up and say this is what i produce this is my masterpiece so
3: you're good at it because other people have to be able to tell about your legacy that's what i'm saying
0: it's that's a rough road man well yeah that's that's tough
3: you know and how permanent are newspapers you know movies you go to well i mean you you spend you 20 bucks for for a couple of tickets and and you leave after a couple hours
0: but you had you can have a move you can possess a movie even you, you can revi- like, you can revisit the movie as many times as you want. You can't revisit that piece of sushi you you you. If you, you have ate. it
3: on a DVD, but uh, in a theater, how many times can you? Think was, I mean, if, you, if you can, can
0: you can movie. buy the if yes, if you are financially movie. yes well, yes what I'm saying but that's impressive and scary. I read a <laughs> it's a movie. little scary.
2: I read that meals in my mind all the time and, wow. and what I experienced Adam. And, you know, that, but that's the thing. And you're like, well, it, it's, it's not the same as, as experiencing it firsthand again or pulling it off the shelf. But at the same time, I can say, you know, Vince or David or Wood or whoever, what was your experience whenever you read Secret Wars for the first time? <laughs> <laughs> it's, and pull that off the shelves now, is it the same experience? And it's not it's it's a it's a different it's a different experience, so you know it's it's food and and the first time the first time that you eat something or the first time that you're at a different restaurant and the first time that you read a comic it's about being in that moment and it's this it's this virgin moment where you're experiencing something for the first time and so yeah I think they're very similar
0: what's his i don't know if it's uh covered in the in the documentary, but does he have an opinion on wasabi like is yeah. he Vehemently oh, yeah. against it?
2: No. Uh, yes and no, but that's kind of leads into the book I want to talk about. Okay, ta- because it,
0: it, I love wasabi, but you got to admit it overpowers yeah. almost everything.
2: Well, yeah, you never you never see wasabi served. I mean, they're basically making. I mean, you're you're talking about a very expensive sushi meal, so they are hand crafting each piece right. of sushi. And presenting it to you to be eaten exactly. Yeah. Right.
0: Get that shit it's out of like, it. Like uh, you are not it's like putting like that wasabi was, on my stuff.
3: It's like going into a steakhouse and, and asking for it well done.
0: Yeah. Or A one or put an A one on it, right? A one right. on it.
3: It's like, you know, it's, it's, yeah, you can't, I, in that regard, I mean, if you're, it's if like, you're why going don't you just to, shit on it then?
0: If you're going to a
3: <laughs> restaurant that only seats 10 people and you need to res- make reservations months in advance, I'm not going to insult the artist or in this case, the chef by, by saying, you know, I want it. This, no, I, I trust you. I'm obviously in your establishment. I trust you. Do with me as you will. And just, you know, I'll take it from there. Who song.
0: produced? Where does this documentary come from, Chris? Who? What studio?
2: It is Magnolia Pictures.
0: Oh, oh. I should have known. No kidding. Okay. Yeah. Well, I it's on. I gotta get Netflix. this.
3: Um, is, on, is is it on, it's on Netflix Instant Streaming? Streaming. If you're if you are a
2: a fan of food or or craft in general,
0: watch the, the Japanese or the Japanese, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, and that's why I was saying that you're gonna. <laughs> You know, yeah. you're gonna um, this up i you know i give Canadians and Japanese so much shit and always <laughs> think but it's, never the english it's kind of a it's kind of a dick. i have an incredible amount of of respect for for both cultures and, and countries and you know i i said the Japanese don't invent and they they really they they're not great at inventing things but <laughs> it, in your, type of in sushi that is not it's only emulated in other countries and that's nice. it's amazing to watch this artist at work with his canvas which is which is food um and the name of the movie okay, again, so it's your <laughs> dreams of sushi and that's it's um j-i-r-o dreams of
0: sushi so how does this relate to the anthony bourdain get euro from vertigo is it the same thing or is it it's obviously the same person right
2: um inspired by it, i would believe um okay. uh oh, it's, your, it's, it's a book from vertigo it uh yeah. retailed 499 it is a uh, hardcover and uh just came out uh a couple weeks is it ago. Standard?
3: Is standard are the dimensions standard size or is it smaller like the crime line
2: standard size oh cool vertigo. okay
3: so i like tried to bag that yes
2: cool uh it is written by Anthony Bourdain and Joel Rose with art by um uh uh Langdon foss yes um with jose villarubia and oh
0: really on colors. uh
2: Langdon foss um need to, uh, get together with chris burnham, chris burnham and and a love child that would grow into like the the next Mobius or something. Or Jeff Darrow. <laughs> or Jeff Darrow, yeah, there's a lot of Darrow. Um I would if I had not seen Euro Dreams of Sushi, I would describe um uh this book as hard boiled meats top chef. <laughs> uh, it is uh uh it is a near future where
0: and and it's it oh so it's fiction,
2: Oh, you know, it's totally fiction.
0: Oh I didn't I thought it was um a documentary as no, well, like the source the inspiration for
2: it. So Good is is a a near future look. It's it's not it's not dystopian. Um it's definitely the 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 near future, and uh, it, it sounds kind of silly, but you know you watch enough. <clears throat> Bravo and cooking channel it's it is a world where um celebrity chefs have basically come into power and and run things um it's a, a a culture that is completely obsessed with um with food and the um i guess the hierarchy of fine dining and uh, a lot of the the pretense that goes with that,' uh, it's, it's definitely a, satir- a satirical look at, um, at today's food culture, which is funny because uh, because Bord- this is you know co-written by, by Anthony Bourdain, who is one of the preeminent celebra chefs now, and, it, knowing- and food critics out there.
3: Knowing his personality, seeing him as a guest judge on other cook on 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 Top Chef, or seeing no reservations or any of his shows on travel, do you hear Bourdain while you're reading this? Do do you have his his you okay? And and and
2: and I love the um, the persona that is Anthony Bourdain. I've never met the guy you know in person, but I love his TV persona which is, you know, he is, he's a pretty accomplished chef. He's a very accomplished writer. He's done, he's done, you know, prose um, fiction before as well as, as, as um, uh, food books and, and, and criticisms. Um, He's, he's kind of a man's man of, of food critics. You know, he, he drinks and he smokes and he's not afraid to, to eat junk food and, 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 drink booze he's not all about you know fine fine dining he's about right. about traveling and experiencing the finer things in life and if that's a chili cheese dog and a miller light in the right circumstance yes that's what he is. but he's also one of the probably most well-known food critics for like asian cuisine he has uh, an incredible palate and incredible knowledge of of travel and cuisines around the world, and is—I mean—he's just Anthony Bourdain is just—he's the kind of guy that that most guys wish they were. You know, he's just—he's just this awesome, cool, smart. Charismatic guy, and and his life kind of revolves around not just food, but just you know traveling the world and experiencing things, and and you see that reflected in Get Euro, which is about uh, about a sushi chef named Euro in this kind of uh, Jeff Darrow Frank Miller uh, hard boiled type world uh, where. You know, foodies, foodies rule supreme, um, and the city is 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 you know kind of cordoned off into rings, and Euro lives and exists in one of the outer slump like rings. But it's because he's kind of able to do what he what he wants there, and people start to become aware of this incredible talented and an amazing sushi chef and people traveled him and uh um just be forewarned if you go in there and and drown your sushi in wasabi and soy sauce and ask for a california roll he's probably going to cut your head off (laughs) and so yeah it's uber ultra violent and you uh you follow the adventures of Euro as some of the um, the squabbling, warring factions of the culinary world fight for his uh, his allegiance and and uh, to to learn and and capitalize on his abilities and uh, and you see the uh, you see the seedy underbelly underbelly of the uh, this near future um, culinary controlled world. Uh, some really funny moments. there. You know, one of the factions is this, you know, green and organic uh, kind of offshoot where you know everything is locally produced and you know farm to table, which is a big thing in in restaurants right now. And you know, the one of the one of the producers is called Holy Foods, you know, like Holy Joel Live, but it's obviously uh, a Knock on Whole Foods, <laughs> which is all paycheck around our house, uh, and and just kind of how ridiculous some of the the farm to table movement has gotten, and and how it kind of overshadows the the quality of the food. And then there's the other faction, which is kind of the big box, which would be you know the the mega restaurants, the Fridays, the Chili's, yeah, and and. You know kind of what that is about, and how people you know consume the mass market you know supposedly upper scale culinary um, experiences and it, so you kind of throw that stuff into this like ridiculous hard boiled universe where people will literally stop at nothing to uh to to get their you know their Food recognized, or or stop someone else. It's it's. I'm not saying that this book is going to reinvent the way that comics are made, but it is a fun, silly, crazy, hyper real um, food trip. And uh, if if you're if you're a foodie at all, it's like you know I mentioned Gobo. He will fucking crack up at this book. Because it is, it is off the rails funny if you are if into Top Chef or any of that stuff. It is, or Iron Chef or, or any of that. It is really funny.
0: It sounds good. It it's, does. The Gotta art, admit.
2: The, art, the art's fucking amazing. And, hmm. and if, you, if you hate the whole foodie movement, you'll crack up because it pokes fun at it left and right.
0: I will investigate this.
2: It's really good. really good. Cool. It is the book, and like I said, if you're a foodie, you put fun at yourself, and and I certainly do. So right,
0: I am not a foodie, but I would like to understand what drives. But you growing? I am growing. You, do, wow. you have no idea. You should see it. <laughs> I am growing.
2: It's about the craft,
0: right? It's, now, see, I have something that's kind of similar to uh, growing a- as-, as a fan of the medium, because it's... Is it a it's, it's, it's,
3: um, before-watching book?
0: No. Uh, <laughs> it is, it, but it is a classic. Undisputed uh-huh. classic. And I don't think... Planetary. W- I don't think either one of you... I'll go back farther. I don't think either <laughs> one of you would deny that the book I hold in my hands is definitely a classic. Okay. okay, and and it, it is a great opportunity for people not schooled in the brilliance of the writer artist uh, to learn up on on a man who is widely considered and uh, one of the best, uh, mentioned in the same breath as Jack Kirby, Steve Ditko, Will Eisner, um, and and that ilk, the top tier comic book you know, c- creators, huh?
2: Stanley.
0: You no, know, I said writer artist. Uh, this man's name is Carl Barks. Damn it! And, uh, and I and I think more people should be schooled on on Mister Barks. And like I said, it's a great time to jump in, much like Scrooge McDuck into the three cubic acres of uh, money in his famous money bin. You can jump into Carl Barks and get in on the ground floor. Because now this, you may think this is a little strange, but Fantagraphics is not. Publishing the books in chronological order. Uh, This is uh, this is called Uncle Scrooge. Walt Disney's Uncle Scrooge, only a poor old man by Mister Carl Barks, and it is the second release in Fantagraphics' complete Carl Barks library, but it is actually book twelve. Okay. And you say what? Why? Well, because these are the introductory the stories that introduced Uncle Scrooge and his money bin and his uh miserly ways and uh the uh back to the Klondike story. These these are the rock solid classics uh that basically created uh, or or gave rise to one of the, the best characters ever created in comics, and that's Uncle Scrooge. This is the ground floor. And so it makes sense that they would bump this to the, the forefront of their publishing efforts because if you want to hook somebody in, you do it with these stories. If you don't like... These stories, uh, the, 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 I think there's six long form stories and a bunch of one page and, uh, short stories in here. It's two hundred and thirty odd pages, almost two, it's 240 pages. If these stories don't hook you, then you have no love in your heart for Karl Barks because, and you have a heart of stone because I don't see anyone who would be able to resist. you
2: your question. Do I need to read more than the wife and times of scrooge mcduck
0: you don't even need to read that this is this so
2: isn't that the quintessential scrooge mcduck mm,
0: that's don rosa yeah. Part, the majority of that is is don rosa um, yeah. is it quintessential yes but it's not barks so, so it did. I'm not going to use the c word. It does factor into the the mythology of Uncle Scrooge, but the the that's just like John Burns Fantastic Four. Do you need to read John Byrne's Fantastic Four? Yeah, because it's really good.
2: You also need to read Kirby and yes, and that other guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the other guy, the um, other guy. No, I was actually looking at this, and it and it sounds amazing. And Carl Barks is. Um a cartoonist that I need to know more about,
0: yes, and you know I can sum it up i hope very, very easily for you um I would not I would definitely think that Karl Barks was not a fast walker yeah okay the The guy probably traveled very slowly and took note of everything around him because that's how his stories play out um the 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 big guns in this um volume are uh only a poor old man which is 32 pages not 32 pages that's that's um what 11 pages longer than our single issues these days right uh, 12 yeah. what's 20 pages now
3: yeah they're 20 pages.
0: yeah about 20 pages uh, okay well so black back they,
2: to the They increase the price and cut the page count right
0: well that's um that's back to the Klondike is 32 pages, The Secret of Atlantis is the same and the best story in here is Tra-la-la. That's only 22 pages, but that's a standard single issue, right? Um, and these stories were were fleshed out by like I said one pages and one page stories and and short multi-page things. Now I'll give you a little bit of background. These were produced from March 1952 to June 1954. Now, um, Barks worked in the Disney Animation Department from 36 to 42, I think. At 42, he was given the reins of the, um, the characters in the comics, the Dell comics. So he produced 6,000 pages and over 500 stories from 42 to 66. Created, hate right, Uncle Scrooge. Did not have a hand in creating Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and obviously Donald Duck was not his, but I think Barks took Donald Duck from being just a perpetually pissed off Mallard and gave him a personality. Uh, it, when you read Barks's uh, Duck stories, Donald is actually more often than not the level headed one, but it's the kids that ground them all, right? It's the nephews. They are the the, the the brains of the operation. Scrooge only is only concerned with one thing, most or more often than not, and that's increasing his wealth. Without expending any kind of, um, without any of expenditure on his end, like he wants to to make that money pit even deeper, but he doesn't want to invest too much into it. He's a miser, right? But he's got a heart of gold, and that's what you'll find out in these stories. The uh, only a poor old man. The setup is 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 classic. Oh, why is that doing that now? Stop. What? Uh Uh-oh. My my antivirus thing kicked in. Oh, Um, I squashed it like a bug. There you go. The setup is is very simple. Uncle Scrooge's famous money pit, the Beagle uh, Boys, build in the lot next to Scrooge McDuck's money bin, and what they try and do is they try and drill into the basement, and and extract all the money doesn't turn out that way and you think wow how does he maintain that for 32 pages of that well that's barks's gift as i said he he was probably wasn't a a a very uh fleet of foot person he probably was a very slow moving dude because when you read his stories he notices Everything. And he, and he, and he presents everything in, and it's not decompressed storytelling. There's a lot going on in his stories, but that's just the thing. He, he could take you from point A to point B, a million points in between, and it's one hell of a journey. Whereas, you know, most people these days look at the world as a conduit for getting from point A to point B, right? It's just, I got to get there. I got to get here. I got. It's like the UPS guy from, uh, what was it, Fridays. You know that? What's the guy that did the Samurai Jack voice? What's his name, David?
3: Oh, was it uh, Samuel
0: Jackson? No, no. No, Samurai, Samurai Jack. Jack. I was
3: thinking of... Um...
0: You know. Afro uh, Samurais. Right. But anyway, it's that. It's that I got to do this. I got to get over here. I got to meet this person. I got to go. Barks was probably very methodical. And you could see it in his work. Um, the back to the Klondike story is classic. You have Uncle Scrooge is becoming, um, well, let's just say he's absent-minded. He's getting up there in age. He's becoming a bit absent-minded. Uh, and it's a condition that his doctor calls Blinkus of the Thinkus. And he has to treat the, this 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 Temporary memory loss with, uh, capsule based memory boosters. Every 12 hours, he's got to take a pill, right? So he takes his first pill and it jars something loose. He's like, wait a minute. I remember something. Uh, back in the Klondike. That was, uh, I'm sorry. It was I, Phil Lamar. I know it was Phil funny. Lamar. Yes. There you go. Back in the Klondike, he has, um, he forgot a claim a hoard of gold nuggets, 500 pounds of gold nuggets that he had marked off back in the Klondike and never retrieved them. Okay? And then he remembers a woman named Glittering Goldie, and he remembers um four rocks positioned in a square. And these pills, they 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 jar things loose, and he takes the Donald and the nephews to the Klondike and tries and retrieve his gold, and there's so much more to it than that that's just the, the, the basic one liner, but you get in there and you, you meet Glittering Goldie and you meet her, her bear, her trained grizzly bear Blackjack. And, and it's, it's all about the experience, the, the, the journey right it's not like oh when is this story ever going to end you don't want it to end because barks has you completely mesmerized with these little casual events of of scrooge you know showing uh, the first gold nugget from his claim and and meeting goldie and she hoodwinks him she drugs him she drugs him in a in what was a kid's comic Right? Takes his gold and, and leaves him out to, to, in the cold, but he turns the tables on her, forces her to work. And like, this is the love of Scrooge's life. And he, he hasn't seen her in, in, in decades and decades. And you're wondering. Why? This is an amazing story. Why am I not bored by this? Because there's no punches to the face, very little, right? That huh. there's no threats from outer space. Uh, nobody, no bloodletting. It's just wholesome storytelling. Sounds boring. No, it's not. No, it's I'm joking. I'm joking. it's really not. But uh, but the best story I said is is Tralala. And if you've seen the gods must be crazy, yeah, movie. That be. <laughs> well, you know the the they appropriated the concept of the Coke bottle from Carl Barks.
3: <laughs> oh, didn't they really?
0: Yeah. It's not a it's not a Coke bottle, it's a bottle cap in, in Barks' version. Um he's he's uh flying over the the Himalayas Uh, he's, he's being hounded basically and hassled for his money. He doesn't want to hear it anymore. He, 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 it's to the point where his nerves are shot and he's got to take, uh, regular sedatives that are stored inside these like Coca-Cola bottle, like containers with the cap, right? So he wants nothing to do with his money and he's searching for a place that doesn't have a monetary system and he finds it in, in this Himalayan mountain uh valley of tra-la-la they have no monetary system and there's it's like this little idyllic uh, existence and nobody's fighting over over money nobody's jealous of anybody else but as they're flying over he the bottle cap from one of his sedatives he pops it out the window of the plane and it it, one of the natives discover it and and they fetish it it's like Oh, what is that? That's, that is beautiful. It's so glittery and shiny. And they start trading livestock for it. And then the livestock multiplies to the point where they're trading like a year's worth of farming for this bottle cap. And it goes, and Scrooge has no idea this is happening, but he instigated it with his damn bottle cap. And, and um, that's like the coke bottle in gods must be crazy they worshipped it as what a god right that's a, a extrapolation on on scrooge's uh bottle cap these are brilliant friggin stories and um i guarantee you that that carl barks will mesmerize you with his uh it's like eddie campbell again uh some of the events in here are mundane but uh, more often than not there're history lessons in here you could tell that barks was fascinated with history and and i'm not so to read <laughs> nah no, i got to be honest i'm not this the it's historical food,
2: history ridiculous
0: but would see that's the thing when it's presented by a master craftsman he pulls you in sure. the, and and you you can under, you see the the f- the fascination of of the historical for what it is it's just it's stories it, that's all history is it's just a story on a grand canvas and 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 well, Barks, what i
2: love about what i love about uh, the scrooge mcduck tales is that it's it's an immigrant's tale it's it is a story of america and that's that is the draw of that character
0: he's pretty relentless i mean he made his riches in in the gold rush of, yeah. of
2: well i mean it's it, an- Im- it's an Im- it's it, it is an immigrant's tale and it's it is a incredibly american story yeah i mean it's of all of the of all of the stories in comics i mean the the Scrooge mcduck story is it's like it is a an american story
0: yeah but the premise, it's like, the, it's like the godfather of comics, but the premise, the premise <laughs> for, for these, these stories are, 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 ridiculously simple in, in the secret of Atlantis, which is 32 pages. Like I said, Scrooge is trying to settle, um, uh, a commission with Donald. He owes him money. Right. And he figures, all right, I'm going to hoodwink him. He gives him a bologna nickel. A five cent piece, right? He said, okay, our debt is settled. Well, Donald takes the, the, the bologna nickel to someone, um, what's, what's a coin, um, one, uh, one who appraises coins. There's a name for that, right? Okay. And it turns out that the the coin isn't worth five cents, it's worth five dollars. And, and Scrooge just taking a fit, right? So he gets the, the bright idea to corner the coin market. He buys up every instance of a plain old 1916 quarter and dumps all of them into the ocean except one. Now, he has the most valuable coin in existence because there's only one in theory, right? But all these coins fall to the bottom of the ocean and the Atlanteans pick them up. I mean, this is, it becomes a story of of Atlantis and this strange culture, but the fulcrum is Scrooge's miserly ways. He wants to make money, you know, and it turns out, unfortunately, the, uh, something happens to Scrooge's uh, quarter. I think it was worth 10 scarillion dollars, and the only one who can afford it to buy it was was screwed so it's worthless really but something happens to the quarter and he has to go and dredge up another one and that's where he encounters the atlanteans but that's typical barks really simple premise and then he takes you on this amazing journey through history and the personality of these ducks uh, the, the most some of the most vivid characters you will encounter in comics Bar none. I'm not shitting you. I am totally serious. No, you're right. You're
2: right. It's um, I read the the wife and times of Scrooge McDuck, and mm-hmm. it is some of the best cartooning and, yeah, Rose and is great. best. It's I, and you get to love these characters, and yeah, it seems very childish, and it is, and, it, and it's because it's all ages. Mm-hmm. But you're like, man, there is some deep, deep stuff going on oh, here. Oh yeah, and it is so. So good, and it's um, you know, and I'm probably going to deviate here a little bit. So, so beat me back if you That's want. That's okay.
0: But just let me. You can deviate as much as you want. I just want to tell them how much this book is. And okay, you know, it's uh, like I said, 240 pages from Fantagraphics, one of the, up there with the best publishers ever. Twenty eight okay. nine, twenty eight ninety nine, even nice. far cheaper on Amazon. There you go. You got to get it i 'm a sucker for the duck books i buy I have multiple formats um, and this was re- recolored all of it was recolored by rich Tommaso, who is a a fine cartoonist uh, and comic book maker in his own right so do it buy it and Chris you go
2: well i mean th- this will sound a little weird because these are two very different creatures, but you know i 've gotten to the point in my life where you know i want to i want to sit down with a comic and enjoy it and i'm not saying that that serious comics can't be enjoyed but you know i i kind of juxtapose my feelings of of reading life and times of of Scrooge McDuck and 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 you know being you know kind of educated and entertained you know edutained with it and what i felt with the uh, the hundredth issue of Walking Dead.
0: Stop. <laughs> D- do not. Are you well, gonna, you're so you not going to spoil, are you? No, I'm
2: not, I'm not going to spoil. <laughs> I'm just going to say I. Which I cover right. did you get? Um, <laughs>
0: There's 32 billion of
2: them. <laughs> I'm I'm done. But yeah, people are going to shit out. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I think that series has gone as far as I want to follow it. Right. Um, um,
0: so what am I? Here's what I'm writing. Walking Dead number one hundred, parenthesis, no, 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 spoilers. No, spoilers. no spoilers. Okay, good.
2: Um, Chris is ending. No, it's <laughs> it, It's just no. it's just some, it's just something that is is kind of expected with that series. Is that is that characters come and characters go, and um, a character left in in oh. issue one hundred, and I wasn't, you know, it's I I closed the book and it's like you know what. I uh Yeah, the, the world is dark enough. And I thank you. I'm, yeah. I'm, I I'm not I'm not gonna go here for my quote unquote entertainment anymore. But
0: okay. Um just to play zombies advocate, just a this little it. bit. Uh the world is very dark and we do retreat uh into fiction to to escape that, right? But the premise of this story is that there is a, a zombie apocalypse. That's pretty damn dark. Is yeah. now, just I haven't read it, I will as soon as volume seventeen is published. Is the loss um, true to the story? Yeah, Does it make but, sense but, within but, the?
2: But I don't. That's the thing. Is that I don't know if there's anything else for them to say. <laughs> and if the and, and here's my thing is that if the if it wasn't a tv show now if the series wasn't incredibly popular could they have not wrapped everything up by issue 75 that they needed to say they're oh, not wow. they're not doing anything new now it it's just it it feels like they're like they're knocking off characters just for the fact of keeping you shocked and right. and in awe. And it's something I you know I said probably 2-3 months ago I would be completely reinterested in the story if they would go back to the beginning and start with another cast of characters and then kind of bring them together over another 60 or 70 issues to meet, like, two groups together. And so you would be able to follow another group's trek through this. But, you know, at this point, I'm just like, yeah, there is nothing else to say with this group of characters except, you know, is – are certain characters going to make it through or not and mm-hmm. you know it's well, they're, like they're yeah, all
0: going to die eventually right
2: well you know you you, you don't know but and and that's the thing it, it, basically the the series has lost its luster for me i don't i feel like i've read all of the walking dead that i need to i get it i understand it yeah. and unless you're going to do something different or or go off in another direction. You know, I, I'm kind of fucking sick of Rick at this point. Oh shit.
0: Well, wait. Here, this, again, well, isn't isn't the reason why you don't buy Superman every month kind of the same thing? You've read some great Superman stories in your time, right? But you know, let's be honest. I think they've pretty much said it's all cut. they can say with Superman in it's seventy. Cut. You know what I mean? So, I, okay. I. I been a good decade i understand yeah i understand you i i don't read superman on a monthly basis either right it's, so yeah. i kind of get it but there's something about that damn story but, you know, but i but, i can't i can't quit it right it's broke yeah. back zombies that's
3: great so i'm gonna so so I, i'm gonna <laughs> picture i'm gonna picture chris walking away from the walking dead with with the incredible Hulk closing theme seriously so sad and
2: you might love it you might hate it my reaction was, yeah, you know what, I'm good. I'm, I'm gonna. Well, I'm nobody's gonna,
0: gonna fault you for that,
2: right? I'm good with
0: You read the damn thing for a hundred issues. Yeah. That's it, that's. It, I think that's. Put Witchblade
2: on it. I pulled, I did. I did. A well, see, he did
0: the inverse on Witchblade, though. <laughs> he left when it and started getting good. I
2: know. I know that's right. <laughs> you know, but see, no. Want to go and read Carl Barks now you, and yeah. and be entertained and happy whenever I whenever I drop. <laughs> I, I know. You know, I know it... exactly,
3: I, I know what he's saying because I, I read, and we're not going to talk about it because number one, Jason isn't here and not everybody else has read it because I guess it wasn't important to them, but I read, I read, I read oh the God. score, the Oh, I read the, the I, I, read, <laughs> I read the score over like, I would have finished it in one night, but my body was just like, yeah. bitch, balls. you got to go to sleep. So I, 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 um, I read it what? over the course of, of of a day and a half and it really has it my major problem with it is that it ruined everything else that i read afterwards i couldn't enjoy anything else from from anybody whether it was, that's whether power. It was something old whether it was you know anything new or just it just it it i kept thinking about it and i i think to me that's powerful that's the awesome. score the score is is the best of the three so far, and I thought wow. about, oh, does that mean they have been getting better? But no, because I yeah. wasn't, I wasn't a big fan. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the hunter more than I enjoyed the outfit, and I enjoyed the score more than I enjoyed the hunter. So this, I think, is just this has been the best one he's done so far. This
0: is crazy. I mean, I mean you can't right? follow. It's like a ping pong ball.
3: It is. It's all <laughs> over the place. Um, and and maybe that's because you know the hunter was made into a couple of movies, you know things like that. But I just, I just feel like. The way, and, and and you're reading it now, Chris. And I mean, and you see the way this crew is established, and it's, it's just it's a, it's it's a, it's a heist movie. and It's I a love great it. story, and, and
2: if, if you love Ocean's Eleven, read this fucking
3: book, man. Because
0: I would make, I would think we should set this up for next week, right? I yeah. hope to. Oh, I'll, I'll read. I'll read ass. all three of them for next week. Oh my God! Right, well, I back. got them right here. I got them right, I, They're in within we're, arm's we're, reach.
3: We're, we're, right. I'm gonna. I'm. I'll go back and flip through the first two so that I'm.
0: I'm not ready. A sent, um, I sent, I'm ready, Dan, Brad.
3: I sent Dan yeah, over in
2: Australia. Um, the first two. Did you really? And, yeah. Well, because I got the Martini edition. Oh, oh. that's right.
0: See, uh, from what I'm hearing, there's a, a unique story in that Martini edition that's not presented in any of the volumes.
2: It's the man with the
3: the, the getaway. getaway face. C and I oh, it's
0: that one shot we got at C two E two. Yeah, it's the oh, yeah, I
3: mean, it's the, it, the, beginning of the outfit. That's the beginning of the first of the second book. It's, it's the prelude
2: to the to the outfit, which Mr. John Centris brought back um, for me from San Diego a couple of years ago.
0: So, I mean. is it in the outfit or no? It's, it is.
2: N- n- oh,
3: it's in the outfit. Yes.
2: Okay.
0: But, and cool. that's
3: probably another reason why I was not sour. But I was like, I'm reading the the outfit, and I'm like, wait, this all looks familiar. And I'm like, oh. But then it, there, are the text pieces in the outfit where it like all of a sudden becomes a, a prose novel, things like that. It just I like that. He was I I do too. but Reading the hunter, it was just <laughs> I, is that that's your thing prose book. No, um, I love prose. You do, you do. No, no amateurs here. The. Uh, I don't know. Pick. I mean, we, we can get into it later. It, it's still, I mean, the outfit's still good. It's just I didn't, of the three, I found it to be the not strongest.
0: Okay. That's, the Which hey, one? You can't. It's,
3: the outfit.
2: The first one? No. You, the second no, one. No, it's the second one. This, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: You yeah, cannot yeah. love them all equally. It's impossible.
3: It is impossible. It's like children. Um,
0: I don't love all my kids. I'm very fond
3: of the first one. I don't. Because. I kill one. <laughs> uh,
2: I'm fond of the first one because I love the the movie adaptations.
0: Ah, uh, never seen them
2: no, oh god, you could, dude, you have to watch. I know. The- I'm
0: I'm I'm, so, I'm such a cut
2: of Payback is so goddamn good. I know. God.
0: There's too many '80s movies to watch. I got to get through those no, first before no, I can.
2: No, <laughs> no, shut up, you lion. <laughs> the director's cut of Payback with Mel Gibson. It is one wow. of my all-time favorite movies. It is Whoa, so good. And I'm, and I'm, you know, I was talking to, I've been talking to, to to Windorf again, and we were musing about um, uh, The Hustler over email. And if you love The Hustler, you have to read these Darwin Cook graphic novels. It is, I, it, it just embodies that. So much. And I love that movie
3: with, with such a ridiculous passion.
0: Wow, you're getting all shitty.
3: He was getting all choppy. Shitty.
0: You sound like a ping pong ball in a bingo machine, you know how when they, they, yes. they roll that's what you sound like. You're going yeah. all over the place.
2: It's cause I was getting excited about the hustler.
0: You that happens. You can yeah. get excited.
3: Since uh see I <laughs> after talking about Carl Barks and 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 <laughs> you no know, and and no I just it's you're lit I well, a little bit um, <laughs> he's lit not, Carl not Barks lit. no not lit Carl Barks um, okay go ahead Carl Rosa the um <laughs> <laughs> and, and Don Barks they I feel like especially after Chris was talking about how that they're, they're good stories they're all ages there's something there for everybody and and like and Barks's stuff
0: is timeless.
3: Right, right. So you have that, and it's like it's like you feel like you've you've read something that just that that elevated the medium. And then I read I read three issues of a series that started around nineteen eighty five because Good they're boy. the only three issues currently available on Comicsology. Uh, I picked them up for ninety nine cents a piece. Vince will know what this is. Uh. I, will. I I I hope Chris will have at least heard of it. But um I'll I'll just I'll preface this by saying that um the setup without giving anything away just yet. Uh there are two brothers. Two fun loving, and this is from from the book itself. Haunt Fun Loving by <laughs> eighty five. Okay. Two fun-loving, but extremely twisted bad boys hailing from the wrong side of Bugtown. They are very greedy, pathologically trigger-happy, completely corruptible, endlessly irritating, psychotically solips- solipsistic, and unfortunately for all, possessed by the ability to instantly shift between all possible reality levels. The universe is their oyster, and they like it raw. I'm talking about Russ and Ron post those annoying Post Brothers. Oh,
0: I love the Post Brothers, man. you, you know the back issues? Physical, paper, pulp uh-huh. from Trump trees are incredibly difficult to find a complete run of that.
3: Yeah, I believe it.
0: I because, do believe- yeah, and there's not all that many. I think there's like, what, 80 or 90? But then there's specials and one-shots and friggin'. The- he
3: came back and did... Uh, it, was, it, it was done through, um, through Vortex. Then... Uh, then rip off press and then mu press but he came back to do uh, so a total of like six little over 60 issues of Okay, the, 60 the, then, all right. Um and then uh he came back to do uh Bugtown in the 90s, but he also did Savage Henry in between Savage that, huh?
0: Henry. Yeah, and he also did a six issue um Residence mini series of the it, the it, musical group the Resident. I love Matt Howarth. He's one of my it's, favorite it's, cartoonists. It, I love him.
3: As I'm as I'm reading this, as as I'm looking at, always this, did. This is um, th- this started in in 1985, Chris. It's um, it's it's very indie. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember. It, I mean, I remember seeing the ads for it in Amazing Heroes, and and I never really read too many issues. I just I knew about them. It, it's like it's like. It, I remember them from the the Amazing Heroes yearly specials, preview mm-hmm. specials, and and things like that. So, but I just I didn't I didn't read enough to.
0: I got a bunch a- of Post Brothers right here. I'm Go sure. ahead, you talk, and I'm gonna see, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull see, them out.
3: Know, you know who I realized, though as I'm reading this this, I finally found out where Terry S. Wood got her 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 how it had to have influenced her. You think? especially if you read Wandering Star and 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 the way the way Howard inks himself and and just the 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 dot pattern in 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 the inks and
0: I would say gloopy wouldn't you he's got like a gloopy style it's it, it's it's not point it is pointillism some parts are pointillism but it, he he varies the size of the dots it, it's it's looks yes. like a it looks like a drip yes yeah
3: but it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's clean. It's not confusing. And what's weird is that, and, and again, I read, I read these three issues before I read Parker, so nothing was really ruined. But one thing I did read after Parker, and I can, and, and I'm, and I, it's black and white, although it wasn't intended to be black and white initially, from what I understand. But I'm, I'm looking at punk rock Jesus, and it's as, as beautiful as Murphy's art is, it's, I think that there's, um, he obviously did the art in that book, it, intending it to be colored, and I think it's it's too... Oh, really? Yeah, from what the people on the forum said, he originally wanted it to be colored, but I guess Vertigo wasn't going to spring for it, so it's black and white, but it looks See, like... That's
0: odd. A- that's risky to print a, a Vertigo book. Oh, here it is. Post Brothers, 53. What else? Fifty-two. Don't you think it's risky for uh, these days to publish a black and white book like Vertigo? That's
3: oh yeah. But this is all this is all him. This is uh, this is. But he's also exclusive. So I don't know where they decided to, to to draw the line and say, okay, listen, this is what we're this is what we're paying for. Anything else may have to come out of your pocket. I don't know what yeah. the, what the politics are with that or, or the dealings. Sean Murphy,
0: though, like, come on. If there was ever a sure thing, yeah,
3: but the it's just especially after American Vampire and things like that. But um. I I I look at Howard's work on on the first three issues of the Post Brothers, and then I I I look at at Punk Rock Jesus, and there are things that
0: I think you're the only person in the world that would ever tie Matt Howarth to Punk Sean Rock Murphy. Jesus to Sean Murphy, yeah.
3: Um, but there's just there's there's too much. Everything I mean, the art is great, but there's if, if he if murphy is is showing you everybody in a is showing you a, a huge room and showing people in that room you kind of lose the people in in the detail of of the rug and everything on the wall mm, i get you and and whereas as Howarth is just every line has purpose it's not it's it's kind of like mcguire where he wouldn't do he doesn't do cross hatching he doesn't he doesn't go crazy with extra lines if they're not necessary and and how yeah. much like that and and even even when there's um
0: kind of like mobius how he could draw a horizontal line and you would see it as a a plane you know what i mean instead of just, just a, hor- a horizontal line across a panel it, but he was very the, economical
3: without going into punk rock jesus anymore cuz i don't know who's read it yet but um i Ninety nine cents each for these three issues. Obviously if they're only three issues, you're not getting a full story because the first arc doesn't wrap up into three issues. But it is just it, I don't care. I, I'm I'm glad I have them. When if um if Comixology gets more issues, I will be there to get them. Um it's just it's it's I don't even know how you could describe it. It's crazy. It's it is
0: crazy. But it is of of its time too. I think Post Brothers could only come out in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or may, you know, okay, that, that's kind of stupid to say that. It, it no, seems a, like
2: no, no, it's okay, and, and that's it's like next. You know, a very true statement. <laughs> but Nexus but it, it's
0: it's it's devil may care. I mean, you can't really pin it down. So it it reads like uh, something out of the seventies, but it has the, an 80s sensibility to it,
3: Definitely. which is cool, right? With the music connection and and, and oh, rap. big, yeah attitudes especially ron post's attitude i mean it's but it's i mean the the first the first couple issues are just ron post killing himself because there are all these ron posts running around because he has he's he he's trying to to get this we'll call it a treasure he's he's on a mission but there other ron posts are also in on the mission and trying to stop him and and it's just it's violent it's it's I don't even want to. It's not nonsensical because there's a reason for everything.
0: And it. I think it's the it, phonogram of its time, right? It's really tied to music. Well,
3: some of the, some of the backups,
0: like yeah. So I'm looking at the notes from the attic. I mean, they're just all record reviews by Matt Matt Howarth. But,
3: but the, the main story, not so much.
0: No, but there is a music. Oh yes, uh, There's all the, the content is is pretty strong. Yeah, I mean, and I don't mean heavy metal,
3: I mean, I mean heavy metal, the, the magazine. Right. Uh, It's, it's, uh, didn't it premiere actually? And, um, Oh no, 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 they, they did work. Stathis and, uh, and Howarth did, um.
0: Yeah. I think Howarth did some stuff for Epic too, right? Didn't he? Epic illustrated? Pretty sure. I know he's in Taboo. He did, uh, some stuff for Bissett's, uh, Taboo anthology.
3: I, I am just I I def, you know if if you got a couple of bucks you're looking to buy something on Comics, you just just do this it's it's just it's it really is it's crazy it's not it it's not going to change your worldview but I think it really is just one of those things where it's like this is pretty cool I I the art I'm just I, I'm blown away by the art I I love yeah. Howard's art it's 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 Me amazing. But it's I. I was quite pleased to see because um, Savage Henry is also on comicsology. I think a book a piece.
0: How many? Like the whole the whole um, run? Or
3: I think uh, I think six issues.
0: Hmm. nice. Okay. Now, see, I, I I gotta wonder why a guy like Matt Howarth who's sitting on all uh, all told maybe well, hundred hundred comics, right? Why not bundle them all? And price, and price them bundle them all digitally and price them attractively and 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 get your name out there man howarth is a brilliant cartoonist throw that name around today how many people would pick up on it i know in, in, a, in a room of 100 maybe 10 right and he he's he's valuable the guy produces great work he's he's an amazing cartoonist let's get the name out why I, I just i don't understand it if i had this much great work under my belt i would be trying to get it out in every format i could iphone ipad digital uh you know everything
3: seven seven issues of savage henry 99 cents each Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, the three issues of those annoying post brothers. And he's also, um,
0: he did a helix. What is
3: it? Downsized. Okay. Three 99. You can get downsized, which is a parent's 50th wedding anniversary. Gives old friends a reason to reunite and take stock of their lives, mixing some porn. Weed. Nice. <laughs> Required love, and a sick kitty cat, and you have to downsize. Think the big chill for the new millennium in Matt Howard's tale of modern life, sad and glorious, while ringing with truth. Huh.
0: Nice. He did a um, Eight pages a Helix series too. What was it called? Um, Starcross. I think it was only two issues. Remember Helix? Vertigo's attempt Helix. at the the science fiction thing.
3: Isn't that where? Um,
0: that's where Transmet... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Starcross. No, three issues, I think it was, from, from Helix. Uh, so
3: in 2012, Sonolux Records released Howarth's 110-page graphic novel, The Last of the Neon Cynics, as a PDF file on an enhanced CD, also featuring nine pieces composed by musician Bill Nelson as a soundtrack. Set nice. In the, century, the science fiction western features an intergalactic cowboy called Cassidy.
0: I gotta get it. it. Gotta get it. A lot. Tra- I lost track with Howarth over the years. Yeah, Thank I, you I, for for bringing them up the again. The DC
3: Comics imprint Helix released Howarth's three issue limited series Starcrossed in '97.
0: Okay. Love yeah. it. Love it.
3: There you go. So it's your flashback a little bit.
0: Particle yeah, Dreams flashback, flashback, flashback. was a magazine out of uh, yeah. fanographics yeah. that is awesome. I have all awesome. those. That's Uh,
3: that's I remember. I remember that full-page ad for Particle Dreams in Amazing Heroes. Yeah,
0: and I'm a a huge fan of the Residents, so it makes sense that I would have all of comics of Two Cities. And uh, Howarth designed the moles for the Mark of the the Mole trilogy, the Residents Mole trilogy. uh, Howarth did a lot of graphic design work for the Residents. He may even be a Resident. Who the hell knows? Because we don't know who the Residents are. Nobody knows. Love his art. Damn. Yep. Okay, David, that was awesome. I'm glad. We're bringing it this week. Everybody brought good <laughs> stuff, right?
3: All right, Wood, you're up next. Oh.
0: Uh-uh, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> wah, wah, wah,
3: Did did anybody get or uh or read Punk Rock Jesus number 1?
0: I have it. Nice. I didn't read it yet. Okay. It sure is pretty.
3: It it is pretty. It is
0: pretty. I was just taken aback at the damn thing's black and white. I was like, what? I mean, yeah. it's great. Yeah. I but risky a little bit.
3: I believe you it was. All, are
2: y'all reading? Are y'all caught up on on Saga? No, uh, right up to four.
0: Five came out today, I think.
3: Oh yeah, then okay, then no, I'm, I'm only up to four. You all need to read Saga because absolutely, it, it's really it's,
2: good, dude. Oh hey, um, before yeah. we go on, can we can we throw a gigantic, huge Brats? light <laughs> off the fireworks? <laughs> Congratulations to Mike Norton. Yes.
3: Yes.
0: It's about goddamn time.
2: I'm so incredibly happy for him. Yeah. I mean, my, Mike is a guy that I've known for going on six years now here in Chicago, and all he does is work hard at making comic books, and he's so talented and so smart and...
0: So blushing. <laughs>
1: Beyond <laughs> that
2: just a, a sincerely nice and good person yeah, and man. for him to win an eisner for for battle pug i i am it's like okay there is fucking justice in the universe you know it's like there are the, people that work hard and are good and are talented and deserve things do get do get their just rewards, and yes. Mike won the Eisner for for best digital comic for for Battle Pug, and I am so so proud and so happy for him that um yeah it's go buy if you haven't bought the hardcover from Dark Horse buy Battle Pug yeah
0: you know can I be honest uh huh I'm 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 overjoyed that Mike won but I'm even happier that he won for something that is completely completely him now uh, here's where i have to be honest gravity yeah whatever not just i mean it's another it's another superhero it was well done but let's be honest it's another damn superhero battle pug that's all mike it's, it, and it's unique to him as an artist. And that is why it's, it's even better that he won with this because they're giving the award to Mike Norton. They're not giving the award for great work by Mike Norton. This battle pug is Mike Norton. The whole damn thing is, is him on paper, which is awesome. And that's why I'm glad he won for this. Gravity? Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, was, yeah, gravity's good, you
2: know. That's but that's what Ian McKeever did. There's a billion
0: gravities out there. But this story is is special. There's a s there's something very unique about Battle Plug, and that's the Mike Norton element. Right. There it is. Exactly.
2: Oh, um and if you want Mike Norton and Tim Seeley's that's unique vision, right. holy crap,
3: read Revival. I, I have the first issue, I'm going to read it. I haven't read it yet. It's really oh,
0: good. It's Really, really, really i know you just well, spend all the time I wanna, on crap I read on that, that? Darwin cook crap i'm
3: not gonna read that after <laughs> reading parker just and i give it a fair <laughs> shake it deserves because when i read it and i'm gonna be like this is crap i'm telling you, vince
0: revival yes.
2: is your book
0: oh i have it i i have it i just haven't gotten around to reading it, it, it is, but it i is,
2: will it's horror and sex and smart conspiracy goofiness it's i mean it's like if Vince sat down with with Tim and Mike and said i want you to write a book for me they would have written revival
0: yeah but there'd be so- more cocks in it right i'm so- not saying there's <laughs> not fighting <cocks. laughs> no i i've i've been hooked on seely for a while i mean uh not only the heck slash but like the hoax hunters thing the backup that spun out of out no, of um tim I know, but it is a product of, you know what I mean? So I follow the things that spin out of his stuff.
2: No, that's, well, that's Tim's brother, Steve.
0: Right, but Hoax Hunters appeared as a backup in Hackslash. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so and I followed it out of, of Hackslash.
3: I, I knew where you were going. Steve.
0: Yeah. yeah, thank you. But yeah, I, lo- I love them both. And, and big kudos to Mike Norton. Well yes. deserved, pat on the old back, pip, pip, and all that. The, um, just remember us. Yeah, yeah right. Eisner winner, Eisner winner. are
3: literally the little people next to you. The uh but since we got away from it real quick, my notes from from saga number 4, I, I nothing as I'm reading it after four issues, nothing feels wasted. Nothing is no. nothing's really just there and then we move on. I mean, the, the fourth issue Kind of straight a little bit because we weren't really focusing on the parents and the baby. It was it, it was more of the will and and um and a pimp and it love pimps. <laughs> but it was um pimps and hoes. Pimps and hoes. Pimps and hoes. That's the point. The uh, it was. I just I I don't. It, it's completely unpredictable. I don't know where it's going. I love that about the book.
0: Yeah, but facts, you know
3: what? The fact it's so damn pretty, but it's just it's it's it really is unlike anything else I'm currently reading.
0: And I agree with you, um, to the point where, and I don't give a shit if anyone says I, I fall prey to hyperbole. Maybe I do, but I firmly believe that Saga will be regarded as a classic of of its time. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I enjoy in fi- in four issues, four, five issues. I've enjoyed. Those five issues of Saga more than the entirety of Why the Last Man. Wow! I I'm, wow. I mean Why the Last Man's wow. good. It's it's good, but there's something <laughs> yeah. there's something there's something real hair trigger about and and inventive and and experimental and risk taking about about Saga. Like David said, you don't know where it's going to go. You don't even it, it and the drawing style is gorgeous Fiona Staples she's she's a friggin monster
2: (laughs) well you know I I love that that Vaughn is not playing it safe and he's doing he doesn't have to which is awesome and that's the thing it's like it's it's I don't want to say it's easy to not play it safe uh whenever you've had a certain level of success but you know it's, it's he's being unhindered and that's really
0: cool uninhibited comics don't don't you think comics should take risks why the hell not you you have have a a medium budget that's what i'm saying the only media the only creative medium known to man where you can tell a story and not have to worry about budget yeah, because it's yeah. all flowing from you. Don't think about oh Jesus, we need some CGI for this scene. It's going to cost X million dollars, or we need a bunch of extras. You don't need that. You the possibilities isn't it, isn't,
2: are. Isn't it, and, ni- isn't it nice to have Vaughn back? You know, I yeah, I, but I mean, I there, wish someone could about. invent. I wish the guy was in Hollywood making a gazillion billion dollars, but I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, comics, comics needs a guy like that, and I'm really really glad he's back doing something
0: i, yeah, I, want, I want a silver want age pill
2: quietly but you know
0: do it make a make a pill it's called the silver age pill that would let um creative people think like the dudes in the silver age when anything was possible and just, they did it just, they just, just did just, anything
2: just free to make the comic, comic.
0: yeah <laughs> like a tom sholey comic there you go See, he's got it. He doesn't even have to take pills he for it. Yeah, you know, read why don't, we ex- why don't we lick Tom Sholey's back and trip, and then maybe <laughs> we can make our own comics?
3: I don't, uh, oh, wait, um, after speaking a con? Of, speaking of
2: awesome, like, like 60s experimental, awesome creative shit, um, uh, Ad House books, um, get gym rugs.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, that looks so cool!
0: I know. There's not many of them out there, too. If, if you're going to get it, get it now.
3: Yeah. If I could have paper in my house, yeah. Just book, book, bookmark
2: AdHouse and just make sure you get their shit.
0: On a regular again, day. You know, but it's sad because they are, uh, to bring it back to Annie Koyama, which I talked about before, I guess um, the distribution aspect of AdHouse is no more. Like, the, Chris is just doing AdHouse stuff now. Is that what I got from that email? What was that, that what? The, you know how he was a sub distro he would he would take the the stuff from uh, other publishers and and sell it through the adhouse site I guess he's not uh, doing that AMR yeah which you got to consolidate I mean it's it was a, a nice experiment he did a lot of good things but now it's time to focus on adhouse right
2: hey you've gotta you know help yourself and help somebody else you know? truth it's one of my favorite George Carlin. Um, quotes, but you know what Pitzer does, and and the quality of books that come out of Ad House. You know, we talked about fanographics and you know, you look at stuff that is coming out of Arkea and Ad House. Those publishers. I mean, you can. I mean, we, we've been we've been very non DC and and Marvel for for most of this episode, and man that 's that 's where it 's going. I keep feeling more and more and and I know that those books will always sell, and people will always read spider man but you know that 's if you want to be on on the edge of where this medium is and probably where it 's going. I look at what's coming out from you know, and you know, thank God for for DC and Vertigo. I talked about Get Euro. That's that's Vertigo, but you know, IDW and Adhouse and and Fantagraphics and Boom and you know, all of those all of those publishers they are pushing the envelope and in, in where comics are going. And it's it's exciting. There's a lot of as much doom and gloom as is out there. There's some really cool shit coming out. Yeah, I think I, I need to include myself in more
0: more uh, archaic, archaic stuff because oh, when because you mentioned, mentioned them, I just say fan is fan Man, I was like, "Really?" But yeah, yeah, I guess I guess and, and they, I they do fit because they do killer, right? They they right. They did Cyclops.
3: Cyclops, yeah, and and um, Mouse
0: well, yeah, they
1: do Moscard. <laughs> no, and Guard uh, is an accomplished piece of work. I'm sorry, uh,
0: you know. Uh, yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. I, I need to 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 expose. Oh, they did that. Um,
3: the 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 four issues that uh, you talked about a couple months ago, Vince.
0: Yeah, the dark was a dark millennium, right? Yes. Yes. Very good stuff, right?
2: Mr. Murder is dead.
0: Yeah, I think it's just that the fact that they're all over they the did, map, did. like Fantagraphics does yeah. a certain type of book, but you know, uh, Archaea, but then, I, they're like, they, they take risks outside of their comfort zone,
2: right? But, but Fantagraphics does Disney stuff, but then they'll do yeah, but, the party, and then they'll do Peanuts, and then they'll turn around. The only Peanuts. Yeah, and then they'll do you know the the Hernandez brothers. So you know, Fanographics is is more diverse than people think they are.
0: It's yeah, I'm, I need to think about that. They are diverse. Uh, I'll give you that. But it's 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 a certain kind of diversity. Like uh, you know, you have your Johnny Ryans. Yeah, uh, ar- archival
2: diverse. I guess.
0: Yeah, I'm just glad they're still around. Mm -hmm. fanagraphics has been chugging along for decades and and just when you
2: you you want to you want to talk about my growth as a comic book fan it's seven years ago i didn't know who fanagraphics was now i can't imagine comics without fanagraphics yeah yeah it's you know no love and rock it's ah!
0: honest to god (laughs) <laughs> really no i I don't want to see that's the thing i don't want to live in that world without yeah. the hernandez brothers making comics oh I, yeah uh, did you read the thing that um uh from dark horse that gilbert published that fatima the blood spinners no no jesus uh wow i didn't expect it to be what it was it's like like uh let's see how many ways we can blow holes in people's heads it's totally yeah it's different it's very different um what is it a four issue miniseries black and white um I I don't know where if it falls in that same pseudo movie universe that that he's been doing in the the, the Love and Rockets stories. You know how he has that that fictionalized uh, movie universe and with the characters that he's been pulling through his uh, Love and Rockets stories. You know what I'm talking about, like the vampire stuff that he's been doing. I don't know if this falls in uh, with that, but uh, it's, wow, it's violent. It's like, wow, you're you're taking a total uh, different direction than your brother. But that's okay. I mean, that's why you're two different people. Yeah. Uh, Great cartoonists, both of them. I just wish, yeah, yeah, I I wish Gilbert would go back to Luba just for a little while. Just go back back to Palomar just for a little (laughs) while. Man, it's,
2: he was in Palomar for twenty-five years. I
0: know, but
2: he, it's a he long know. time to carry carry water.
0: <laughs> and what what was the the little the uh, the little um, not the eels the things that did the babosas the that they were pulling oh, out of the yeah yeah, yeah. poor Tontasin oh that <laughs> that that story made me cry it still makes me cry but I won't. I won't say any more thing about it, because you got to read Love and Rockets. You do. Oh,
3: and speaking of, yes, Fantagraphics is now on Comixology with the Hernandez Brothers. Yeah, I
0: know. That's totally unexpected. I
3: know. So totally. Is Abrams. Un- Abrams books are on there, too. But, yeah, I was I was quite happy to see that.
0: What's the, like, uh, are they selling them by volume or individual issues? They
3: are, uh, I'll take a second. So unprepared. It was,
0: um...
2: Love and Rockets number twenty-four is the greatest cover of all time.
0: It's close. It's up there.
2: Name a
3: better cover. Oh Jesus! Love and Rockets issue number one is the new stories. One hundred and two pages. Buy now, seven
0: ninety-nine. Ah, not bad. That's half. What's a half price, right? Yeah, I think cover price for those things is fifteen bucks.
3: I think you're right. Yeah, Yeah, because they're they're the big little bit larger than uh standard size comics right i mean yeah the inch-
0: they're, they're the the uh most recent uh incarnation of the no i won 't say that the, the the incarnation of the comics journal before the new four inch thick bookshelf once a year format yes. the, the, the one before that where they were like squared square bound uh, library editions that's the same format as the Lemon rockets. Because I can tell, because they line up perfectly on my shelf over there. Uh, yeah. There you go.
2: Name a better cover than Love and Rockets number 24.
0: Um, Amazing Spider-Man 135. I don't know. But I'm just saying, it's a great cover. But I'm, come I'm, on, I'm, I'm some of Kirby's cover, blow that shit out of the water.
3: Blow that uh, shit out of the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Romita's cover for Amazing Spider-Man 135, if that's, let me think, because my memory is not what it used to be. Say it ain't so. Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man 135 with the Punisher and the Tarantula, and that's an awesome cover. Come on.
2: Nah, it's not better than Love and (laughs) Rockets
0: 24. I don't know, buddy. It's good. It is damn good.
2: No, no, it's not there.
0: Well, I'm sure Jack produced a cover better than Love and Rockets 24. (laughs) No. Yes, don't be no. like that. Those kids cannot eclipse the king. No. It's true. It's so fucking good. Commanding number 1, better cover than Love and Rockets 24. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah it is. See, now we're getting we're just getting silly I now.
2: I dare someone to find a better and more awesome cover than Love and Rockets Summer 24. There's a <sighs> I dare you.
0: It is a very good cover. The composition is. is near but perfect. It's so, it's, I love it's, it.
2: It's but a perfect it's it is it's a perfect image. It is so so incredibly awesome in every way.
3: <laughs> That's the sleek number one by, by McGuire. Oh
0: god. That's mug for the camera.
3: Oh God. Yeah. No. The man of steel with just the uh the shirt opening up? No, it's it is it's a very...
0: It is. It's a brilliant uh, cover. This,
3: this is my attempt
2: to derail the uh, the feedback uh, for, for this episode just like I did last week. What, feedback from the, what? The, the Batman and
0: Spider-Man Rogue. Uh, oh, the- yeah. That's always a hot-button topic. What's your I favorite mean, cover? Yeah, I just, I just <laughs> so, think... What are and, your
2: thoughts on abortion? Mm, what
0: you-, <laughs> you don't want to go there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, greatest coverage of all time, top level 24. That is your assignment for the feedback uh, thread for this episode, which you can find where, David?
3: Forum dot com.
0: You're so professional. I love it. Yeah. Since since so, we had a stop, so the,
2: professional. We don't have a URL for this show. We have a URL for the show that was 222 episodes ago
0: yeah that's okay it's kind of our shtick it is read popeye um so what <laughs> do we do the uh the, i don't see i'm 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 befuddled here because i don't know how much we have in the bag because we got to stop
2: let's do it let's finish up what's in your travels let's get out of here
0: well, and short you short and sweet this week This episode of, I'll drag it out, this episode of 11 O'Clock Comics has been brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com, where you can get your favorite funny books and collectibles at Womba discounts anywhere from 35 to 75% off their monthly uh, spotlighted specials like I said you can get some pretty sweet swag this month for not a whole lot of cash all 55 DC number zero issues 8723 fashion beast number one out of avatar that Alan Moore guy you may have heard of him buck uh, 99 happy number one a miniseries from Grant Morrison and Derek Robertson dollar 49 and the big ass meta barons ultimate collectors edition $32.97 and in your travels do yourself a favor do not take your eyes off IDW because they are doing they continue to do great work i read mars attacks number 1 mm. I couldn't help but love it. I mean, I, I've always had a, a soft spot for Mars Attacks. I, I, I have the the Tops issues uh, with from Giffen and, and yeah. Char- Charlie Adlard. We talked about those a while back. Followed it over to the Image Universe. Now I'm following it over to IDW. That's nice. Um, That's for Jason. Written and lettered by John Layman. <laughs> Chew on that name for a little while. Uh, art by yeah. John John McRae uh, from the Hitman. He's a great artist. Colored by Andrew Elder and it's it's just a a continuation of the uh famed tops uh card series uh, well no was it yeah the the norman saunders wallywood bob Powell uh famous card series mars attacks it was great and it, and it, it, you know it's uh it's not highbrow entertainment it's it's fun 50s schlock sci-fi uh people get killed uh heads will roll and zombies or not zombies, um, Martians, UFOs, giant bugs. You gotta read it, and it's really cool. They have this thing um, every so often where they'll drop a panel that is numbered to look like one of the actual cards from the series uh, into the narrative of you know of the story. So it's it's cool, and it works. It, it's it's great. Three ninety nine. They put out a whole bunch of issues for the the first issue, one for every. Uh, card in the series and it's got the spot varnish on it it's an amazing thing read Mars Attacks it's fun you have to know nothing else are you guys still there are you dead
2: no I I I didn't want to interrupt homie
0: I love Mars Attacks and you know what this will also cause some controversy I think the Mars Attacks movie is awesome
2: I love Mars Attacks it was hilarious Burton
0: did not give a shit he just wanted to go in there and make a silly ass movie that's yeah and it worked Uh,
2: and that was from idw
0: idw Mars Attacks, john lane um
2: walking john key. Um, volume five clockworks came out read that because everything that joe hill does is really good um i'm, I'm gonna rapid fire here uh the new black Sad hardcover is out read that because it's jason like, and i jason 10 and I
0: bucks on amazon for that black Dude,
2: Sad. I, how so much? pretty so nice
0: it's 10 something uh, i saw it that black Sad three
2: I'm
3: so tempted.
2: So yeah. nice. It's, it's it. cheap. Just the cheapest. Don't, don't tempt. Just get, um, dude. dude. Um, <laughs> battle Pug, hardcover, awesome. Get it. It's it's not expensive and it's awesome. And the Eisner
0: Award-winning Battle Pug.
2: Yes, and you can give it to your nephews. Um, but my far and away That's an there. best deal. True, there's assets. Best it. like yeah. value for your dollar. I was blown away by how fucking. Packed with comics this thing was for 50 bucks and it's less than that at your online um, uh, purchasing portals <laughs> oh
0: I'm going to fire up the online purchasing portal <laughs>
2: that's the all encompassing oh, um, the Hellboy archive oh, volume man. 5
0: 5 full-
2: Holy uh, God, is it so, so beautiful. Oh, no. And it's the biggest one yet. You it's, need a right hand to hold it. You do need a, a gigantic metal red hand to hold this thing up in all of its glory. Shit. Yeah, the, the Hellboy Archive Volume 5, it uh, it brings everything up through the Wild Hunt, which if you are a Duncan for Gredo fan – you have to this. <laughs> Who wouldn't and if, be? <laughs> and if you're not a Duncan Fagreto fan, I don't want then to know you. You're dead to me. Yeah. Um boy is he good. Scarab. That that guy is so seemingly off the hook good. And this is I mean, this is this is coup de gras with with Hellboy. Yeah, it is. It is so good. So yeah, I mean, it, it, get all of the Hellboy archive editions because they're 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 really good.
3: They deserve your house. Yep. Deserves them.
2: Yes, your house. You, yes, you deserve them.
0: I I only have up to three. <gasps> I'm quite stupid. Slagger City. You need I to know. get
2: four and five now because I have the singles of those it, right now. now. Yeah, yeah, no.
3: No. No. The, Uniformity. No.
2: Are they Tray dress? Are they oversized and on archival paper?
0: No, they are not. They're in a box <laughs> and naked. <laughs> I don't bag shit anymore. Hey, I, don't. <gasps> I don't. I refuse to spend money on Mylar bags anymore. Nope. <laughs>
2: Love yeah. it. You need to get Love volume four, volume five, or don't. And now I know what to get you for Christmas. You oh. know what I'm.
0: You know what I'm doing. I am taking. All of the modern books, uh, uh, also known as books published from, like say ninety five to present, I'm taking them out of the mylar and I'm putting in older books and replacing them with older books because those are the ones that need the mylar, right? Okay. New books don't lead, need mylar; they don't even need anything. That paper is going to be around for a gazillion years. Mm-hmm. The old stuff, not so much. So much. Yeah,
2: oh. I I I have an entire section of my bookshelf to. Ca- Dedicated to um, Hellboy and the BPRD, it, it's, it's got. You really should. The, it's got the art of Hellboy and the the five archive editions, the three BPRD uh, hardcovers, uh, the Hellboy Odd Jobs um, paperback, and the Hellboy Compendium.
0: Wow! Do you have? Don't you have the Amazing screw I've
2: got. I've got it around here somewhere. I think it's, it's yeah, it's it's actually in with my singles. <gasps> that, that was a one-shot.
0: Yes, yeah. but they published it as, it was initially a one-shot, uh, but they went back and republished it in a hardcover edition with extra stuff.
3: After the cartoon. Really? Yep. God damn it, Vance.
0: I know. Fuckers. We talked about it here. Valley you knows just what don't pay attention for to it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Going to
3: Amazon right now. Oh, snap.
1: Yeah, it's good See, stuff. See,
3: my, my 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 shelf. I have. Well, I have the shelf I talked about last week, and then we're at the desk where I record. i Well, there'll be a new edition because I have. Um, I have the first three Menagerie three trades. I have the Zot You're Black dirty. and White collection. I'm what? You're dirty. I am. They're so right there. They're right there next to the lotion and the Kleenex. And I <laughs> have the. Uh, so I have the Black <laughs> my collection. I have Eisner Miller. I have Parker book one, two, and now book three. I have the two kick-ass low-concept anthologies, and I have one of my favorite books that I've had for a very long time: the uh, Frank Miller Batman Year One, Wanted Santa Claus That Are Alive, and Night Returns in that funky leather. With the, oh, yeah. the pages and the bookmark, and I like that. Holy Terror,
0: really, dude, you gotta read it. It's yeah, awesome.
3: Right yeah. Um, <laughs> then it travels as you're running away from Holy Terror. You can, um, and uh, just can I, can I really, can I just emphasize this? Why you gotta since, ask? Since we all, since we all referenced something we all talked about earlier in the episode. My wife wants no paper, no more new paper in this house and she bought me the <laughs> biggest fucking book she could ever find. Is that how, I mean seriously, she this thing is this thing is almost as tall as she is. And
0: you're, you're foolish for heeding her wishes. I would be like, yeah, nah, Dude, no. Dude, going gonna to happen? Am I hide bullet? them, it's sneak fine. them in, hide them. Hide them. She, does she terrible. keep up on everything? Yeah. It's impossible for her to keep on everything. Just she put it
3: of what we have, like, you know. No. Should we able to oh, you got car? that crawl
0: space? Fill so you know
3: that shit <laughs>
2: <laughs> up? Fill up the crawl space with paper, David. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's,
0: Good old-fashioned flammable that's paper.
2: That's right. <laughs> I just ordered the amazing screw-on head. Nice.
0: Uh, you'll um, love it.
3: I've got, the, I've got the fucking one-shot.
0: You'll love this even more, because it's hardcover.
3: There you go. Yeah, I know. Um, since Since we didn't really I I'm going to throw them a bone. I another thank you to um Andrew Shaw. I read the first issue of Space Punisher. This thing is I'm not going to say it's ridiculous, but
0: I think we get that from the title.
3: It, yeah, but it's <laughs> it's it is um I mean it's it seriously is. It's the punisher in outer space going after Mobsters and bad guys. Alien. He the the first the first group he comes across are sim ants, which are the brood what with the venom symbiote. Get it, it, the
0: hell out of here! It's crazy. Who wrote There's this?
3: Frank Tierra, and it is really fun. It's I don't want to say it's really funny. It's it's good. And, but but Vince, the kicker is you know who the artist is.
0: Mark Texera.
3: yeah, but kind of. uh,
0: <laughs> he sweats a lot.
2: <laughs> he doesn't do what I ask, but it, it, wow, you're never gonna let that go. Isn't no, <laughs> you,
0: you know who you're dealing with, right? It's David holds the
2: grudge, man. Holds the grudge.
1: It was like three days.
0: I'll I'm ready in. for you, Mark. <laughs>
1: okay, all right,
3: all right, whatever. All right, Renee, thanks. Wow, editing job there, but so. Um, it,
0: now, is this Punisher, uh, Space Punisher, a one-shot or is it a mini-series? What is it?
3: I believe it's a four-issue mini-series. Nice. It is, um, and it's. It, it looks like it's painted by Mark. The art, the art. I mean, it's Mark. It, the art's gorgeous. Tex knows knows his shit. Um, it, but it's there's there's a character that Corsair is in this. Um, Frank has a little uh, robot cohort, kind of like. Twiggy from from Buck Rogers it's just it's uh, the computer's name is Maria um it's it does if you know Marvel and their characters like there's um there's an appearance by Deadpool and Sabretooth and magneto and the leader like like there's the six the six figure hand and, and that and that consists of the the various um crime bosses like the leader like magneto um, and I guess it's gonna be the, the story will be Frank going up against the six-figured six figure hand. And um, fingered hand. There we go.
0: Now this and sounds like a lot of content for a regular. Is it a oversized issue? Is it, is I don't it,
3: think. It, it did feel like, I mean, there was a lot going on
0: here. It sounds pretty
3: it, dense. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me just go to my comics real quick. It's, um, it's... I really liked it. I didn't know what to expect. I I figured it'd be just corny or something. And, and I, I like Thierry's work. Um, and I like Texas work, but the, um. When you get it. Yeah. Well, if if I'm not, if I'm not waiting for it to get signed, if I like what he's published, great. There's, uh, the, um, yeah. So aside from the brood, you have, you have the star jammer bar. And that's where Corsair hangs out. Um, there is, it's it's violent. Nice. You know, he he has to um, he has to uh, meet up with Barracuda, who if if you nice. read uh, the the you know the Garth stuff, uh, the six fingered hand consists of the Simbrudant Queen, which Frank already took care of, Doctor Octopus, who. Doesn't have the mechanical arms, but has six legs, six octopus legs from the bottom of his body. Uh, there's the Green Goblin, who looks kind of like a winged demon. Uh, Magneto, who kind of looks almost a little bit, mostly like Doctor Strange. There's the Red Skull and Ultron. And and so...
0: This sounds are, crazy.
3: Is crazy, dude. I think you would dig it. Uh,
0: yeah, I'm going to just wait till it's done. i buy yeah. it in, in one shot. That's
3: uh, awesome. It does the, the, sound nuts, doesn't it? page, you have Sabretooth, Deadpool, and the leader crashing through the wall to uh, get it, Frank. The
0: only thing you could tell me right now to get me more excited is that it's not all ages. Is it mature?
3: It is. Oh, yeah. I mean, the way way this is... (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) um, It's it's limited series Marvel. Oh, actually, you know what? I guess their digital covers, copies aren't... um, No, they don't rate them. it uh, It doesn't say, but I mean, considering
0: i will get them to assume,
3: and Corsairs in bed with a bunch of scantily clad alien.
0: Um, Wait a minute. So, oh yeah, that's right. Because um, I'll call her H because I can never say the name. Wasn't she hitting on um, Warpath there for a long time? Oh, Hepzibah. Heps Hepzib, Weren't weren't her and Warpath like an item?
3: Or er, er, the uh, before around when X Force was. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, but she's not in this. But there's a um
0: Corsair's like, why did I give birth to that half-assed poor <laughs> excuse for a man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> no, Scott. I, Scott. I, my God. Hey, there's,
3: wishy-washy. Piss poor leader. Where where Corsair is is leaning? A chicken. The yeah, it's. There's a horse. No, this is an all ages dude. <laughs> I gotta get it. Yeah, I gotta get uh, it. Speaking of. Of Punisher
2: stuff, that's awesome. Have you seen the uh, the Thomas Jane uh, I, short film? The short yet,
3: I know it's on our forum.
2: Just Google From where? From- um, just Google Punisher Dirty Laundry, and it's a it's a short film that Thomas Jane did, kind of reprising the role of the Punisher, and it's fucking awesome. Potty mouth. It is like okay, yes, I would yes make the make the fucking movie i'm going because it is it is awesome
0: you want to hear awesome no shit there's a guy who works with me i don't know who it is but uh, i know he works with me because he parks in in the company parking lot and he drives a pt cruiser okay and he's got it all punishered out
3: oh my god
0: am i am i crackly
3: Oh no! Say, oh the, my God. The,
0: the hood of the 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 hood of the PT. The, first of all, the PT Cruiser's purple. The hood is the Punisher symbol, but it's mother of pearl. Mother of pearl, wow. and it's inlaid into the hood. The, the The hood ornament is a brass knuckle. Wow! It is the most offensive-looking vehicle I think I've ever seen. It's all jacked up in the back. I should take a picture of it. Yes. Sounds it awesome. Is, no, it's nasty. It's a PT you know, Cruiser. I
2: would never own it, but that sounds fucking awesome. I'll that's take a like, picture of it. Like, that's like peopleofwalmart.com. Awesome.
0: <laughs> the oh, car, okay. <laughs> the car does, does not have back boob, but is this, it is, is. Does it have, it does have a
3: stain <laughs> in the pants of the uh, It's back pretty back
0: unpleasant. Back. Yeah, it's it's kind of nasty. That's awesome. Okay. You hey, be the has, judge. Has, I'll I'll has, take a picture and put it on the forum.
2: Okay. It has... Lemire's underwater
3: welder come out
0: last week, well, I think.
3: It's, it, damn it! Because I, I mentioned it. It's It was available at Comixology last week. Last week, I'm getting yeah. the title. It's it not, not yet because, been released. bullshit. No, because it. Well, it, it. I think. I think it premiered at San Diego. I don't think the comic shops have it. I think August third. Right. I don't think. I don't think it's available unless so, you well, went Comic Con bullshit. Work. And their
2: exclusive ass crap, and how the, how they get stuff. Or it's I had,
0: I had nobody send I had nobody send me an email message telling me they picked me up. A herpes Rottweiler. So my my convention experience was
2: San Diego stupid
0: shit. was poops. The, the Johnny Ryan prison pit figure from, from Monster Hero, the second one, herpes Rottweiler. And um, I, I did not get one. What the hell, man?
3: Bastards. The, uh, and the other, the other thing, since I was kind of not high on the first two, um, attempts of the new Valiant, I will say I am not so down on Bloodshot. I read the yeah. first Bloodshot, and, and yeah, it's.
1: I still never
2: Has Harbinger 2 come out yet?
3: Yeah. Uh,
0: i don't I know. believe so i don't know um but th- i brought up this subject today at the at the lcs i was like is uh, uh, in three printing has got to be doing fairly decent for you right he's like "Nah, they're all right they they they, they they're moving at a decent clip an print run. and and uh, all of a sudden somebody brought up quantum and woody and i said you know what i've never read that and it was like you heard all the jaws in the place drop. It's like they "Dude, this book is so you." And I'm like, "I've never read it." And I said, "It's Christopher Priest, right?" Like, "Yeah, there's a goat in it, man." And and they, I've I've never read it.
3: Dude, I have I, I have never read it, and I own the complete run because I want it on eBay. And so I mean, it's it's behind me. I just haven't had a chance to read it. And
0: that book is somehow associated with text. Did he do the art? No, uh, the, Mark Teixeira?
3: No, Mark Bright.
0: Mark Bright. Okay.
2: Well, so it's, and, it's, and you know, I, I I came down on on Walking Dead hundred a little bit earlier, and that's just my personal preference of, of what i would looking much, for in, in in comics these days. And so it's nothing against the series. I'm just kind of reached my reached my threshold with it. Saturation but, point. You're done. Congratulations to them for uh, the 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 pre-orders on that almost four hundred thousand copies. Yeah, what
0: was it three three three
2: hundred and seventy plus thousand copies of Walking Dead one hundred for an indie book, a creator-owned indie book, to be doing almost four hundred thousand copies. We haven't seen that shit since the fucking nineties. I
0: know, but and it's exactly that. There were things going on at the comic shop last week that I haven't seen in the in the shop since exactly. the nineties. Like guys buying chromium covers and the other covers, and it's like you're buying multiple copies of the same book. I mean, fool. Yeah.
2: That's that, that's that's quarter bestseller from you know oh, for sure. Year. But you know, congratulations for for that entire creative team and the fucking industry that the walking dead has become. I mean it, it's a fucking phenomenon.
0: I can't and, wait till the show starts it, up again.
2: And it comes from comics and that is you know deny it all you want that's fucking awesome. That is that is cool.
0: Yeah it is. I just drew a mountain range. It's <laughs> neither here nor there but I did. But While I you were talking say, I drew I mean, a mountain I, range. Look um, at that.
3: But I, I uh, yeah, I am interested in seeing where, where Bloodshot's going. I was never really a super huge fan of the original Bloodshot from from the original never. Valiant. I I I like some of it, but I didn't. Well, I liked. I guess I didn't really read his series. I, I also really wasn't keen on Rai, But um,
0: Rye right in the Future Force, really?
3: Yeah. Yeah, but it was and which which there's a well, at least back then there was the relation between Bloodshot and, and Rye,
0: but um You know what killed me? The flip uh, books.
1: That, no, that, that really uh, used to frost uh, my ass. And, no,
0: uh, not not the concept of the flip book. The the concept that they would put issues of two different magazines in one flip book. Like I forget what number it is, but say Eternal Warrior number um I'll just throw a number out there. Nine is also Archer and Armstrong. Number nine. Like, how the hell do you do that? How do I put that in my box? That, that, that re- no, that wreaks do? havoc in your spreadsheet. Yes. It does. <laughs>
3: well, uh-huh. you don't own the issue, but but now if you go to look, for which box is it in? Is it in exactly?
0: Is, is it under Archer it? or is it under Eternal Warrior? I don't it's
3: know. Buy two.
0: No, but I um, bet I bet you that's what they probably what they wanted you to do was buy well, two.
3: Arab's mom wanted you to buy right. the uh, the. Bloodshot's written by Dwayne Straczynski and uh, the art is by I believe there's two pencils on it Manuel Garcia, Arturo Lozi and Stefano Guadiano does your inks. So um Stefano's pretty busy between this and an exo war. But um
2: and hey, congratulations to uh Dwayne Straczynski um who's going to be bringing uh, 2000 AD um the the American version, right?
0: Really? Is that what that whole IDW thing's about?
2: Yeah. Yeah, he's doing he's doing Judge Dredd for for America.
0: Wow. Okay. Who's on art? I don't know. Did they know. say?
2: You're asking me like I know shit? I'm going to have, have just, to keep I an I eye saw, on it. I this. was doing Judge Dredd for uh, um, bringing, it, bringing it stateside.
0: Well, they're smart because I'm hearing good things about the movie. The trailer? Yeah, well, I'm hearing... They're doing another movie. It's done. They're
3: doing the movie. I'm really. Call. Is it with Sly Stallone? No. no. It's with no. Is it with his son? It is with it's... Carl, it's... Finn, and dude. Dude. Carl. Dude, dude, <laughs> don't. That's fucked. Up. Too soon. That is, seriously, <laughs> that is literally too soon. <laughs> <laughs> that is some fucked up shit.
0: <laughs> you know, I got it. I, I did not know Sage, but I benefited from Sage's work. He brought over. A lot of Italian horror films it, he imported them because of his father 's money. he was crucial in getting a lot of lucio fulci 's movies uh released over here and uh god i don 't know what happened, but big loss big than, loss uh, i 'd hate to lose it
3: manga artist but
0: uh, i can only uh, I can only imagine what what has gone through but whatever
3: better. yeah uh <laughs> Okay, no, oh, it's, then... it's it's, it's <laughs> <so> <laughs> off the fucker. That's so wrong. Uh and and um since Dennis Hopeless just posted this on the forum, uh go to Gillis, G I L L I S Art Show dot squarespace dot com. There is a uh, uh, Gillis is a Kansas City area at risk children organization and there's a uh there's a charity comic art show that will be happening on July 29th, and some of the artists involved are Raphael Albuquerque, uh, Albuquerque, sorry, Chris Burnham, Phil Hester, uh, Kevin Mellon, Mike Norton, and a few other people, and Seely. So, uh, there's a thread on the forum for that.
0: Yeah, and we miss Jason very much. This episode, Dead. we didn't feel the loss because I think we held held down the no, fort. No. But we missed him. I miss him all the time when he's not here.
2: I'm gonna have to go two weeks without talking a little shit.
0: Oh yeah, we gotta talk about next week because I think I'm fucked up on Wednesday too next week. Oh, yeah, but it doesn't matter. People don't care to hear about that. Hey, are we all done? I think we're done. Good. I got to look at Bloodshot now because of David. Thank you, everybody, for being here with us. Uh, Once again, we enjoyed spending time with you. We hope you enjoyed spending time with us, and we hope you will do it again next week. Same time, roughly. So be here, and we love you very much. Well. We do. Don't be like that.
3: Don't be like like that guy.
0: Don't be cold. Don't be that guy. We love them. They put up with us.
3: They do. That's true.
0: Thank you, Taylor, for the glitter. It was magical. No, it was very cool. Uh, did,
3: you, did you rub it on you? you got to call yourself Edward I,
0: I couldn't help. I got it in my eye, dude. Oh, I'm oh, reading no, the book. No. no, the glitter is friggin' everywhere. In the, it's in the, in the, in the no-brow and everything.
3: You're going to stand in the forest? you going to be friends with a wolf?
0: It made it better. It's made it better. <laughs> made glitter it better, making everything Taylor better. It's this. like Twilight. Yeah.
3: There you go. There you go. Good luck with that.
2: Oh, go buy some of that art at that the the. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, go go to the forum. <laughs> Look for that. There's some nice stuff there.
3: There is that Ravella uh, Albuquerque from. uh Oh man, it's page, already sold. Sold. I was pissed, sold. Dude. Page yes. nine, Batman number fifty-one. Damn, I already
2: own a page out of that out of that issue, but. So oh,
3: oh, here you go, Vince. Marvel Mystery, number one, page 20 by Chris Burnham. 200 bucks.
0: Yeah, nice stuff. It's disgustingly cheap for Burnham. It's pretty. I, kept, I own a
2: page out of that issue, too.
3: This this was like a Jason Wood commission. Did he not get this from Kevin Mellon? It's a Wolverine and X-23 pencil and I pin pinup.
2: Ooh, Kyle Strom, Raphael, uh, P.P. Oh, oh, pinup. That is... Nice. Hot. It's nice.
3: Hot. Tonight. Sanders deadful team up maybe it's got Beast on it. Oh no.